everybody to the Saturday Morning Squadron. I am your host, Ramses, and as always, I am I'm always here with Rob. Yo. Uh, we got kind of a, we got either, either depends on what you look at, either we got a packed show or we have a kind of a light show, but it's kind of like, yeah, depends on, depends on, depends on if you're the type of person that, that looks at things with the glass half full or glass half empty at this point. So, because like we, we, we have some news we can, we can discuss here. Not a whole lot of news, but we have some things to discuss. But I think it's gonna be backloaded with a lot of stuff that we're that of what we've been doing. Especially me, I did a lot for a guy that, that went through surgery. I did a lot, and and like we said, I think the last time, or I think we said we're gonna be discussing Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. So we're gonna mm-hmm. be having a um, we're gonna be having like a regular discussion. And for those that dare want to get into it, we are gonna have a spoiler discussion about it as well. And uh, yeah, madness. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> Boy, was there madness in multiple ways in this movie, but uh, we'll get to all those details in a bit of time, and eh, the news is kind of uh, on light-ish, but, you know, there's that and also usual things we've been doing, too, so, you know, it kind of balances out almost this time. Yeah, so, so don't worry, so, like, there, there's plenty to talk about here, but, like I said, right now we have some things we have to, we have. We always want to talk about the news, because there's always stuff that, that that's always popping in the world of, of entertainment, geekdom, nerdum, whatever. Um, okay. So let's go on here first with uh, you know I don't want to talk about this. We got to talk about some bad news. Well, which, 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 which one are you going to call the bad news? This is some really bad, like sad news. I forgot to put this in the news. I just, I just realized that I forgot to put these these two put news topics in the news. Okay, so you can just um, bring this one up, yeah. You know. Yeah, the first one, unfortunately, last week. We lost two huge legends in the comic book industry, Neil Adams and George Perez. Um, George, uh, Neil Adams passed away the, on last Monday, and then George Perez um, passed away the following Wednesday from um, from complications from cancer. Um, Neil Adams passed away at the age of eighty, uh, for, just from natural causes, and Perez, like I said, died at the age sixty-three. Apparently, actually, yeah, sixty-seven uh, uh, um, from um, complications with cancer. He he'd been on and off cancer, and unfortunately, it it remissed. It, it came into remission, and um, yeah, it hit him hard at the very end. So, correct me if I'm wrong, but was Neil Adams uh, was he responsible for Bucky O'Hare and all that stuff? Yes, he was. Yes, he was. Okay, him and Larry Hama, as a matter of fact. Huh. He created. Okay. They created those characters in the in the mid '80s. In, in his anthology, in, in Neil Adams' his anthology book, uh, Echoes of, of the Future. And yeah, they, they, they just liked it all over the place, and now it just became like this thing. And, you know, I've met Neil Adams before, you know, he's a, an amazing person, like, just a larger than life dude. Yeah, because that's like, the one thing when I looked up his stuff, I was like, and that's one of the first things that jumped out because I didn't actually, I, I never actually read the comic, but I'm familiar enough with the, uh, with the show from the early 90s and that kind of deal. So, you know, stay pretty close. They stay pretty close, and the thing is, it's it's a funny book. It's a funny book, as as it's like it's a funny book, as 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 they would as they would say, as the kids would say, because there's a lot of silly things that they do. Like they do a lot of silly things, you know. And and um, how I had like this weird sense of humor to him, and you can clearly tell like he had a lot of that sense of humor play out into the into the into the comic book and also into the cartoons as well. So, but like I said, it's just like. Neil Adams defined the seventies and the early eighties with his look of um, with with his comic books when he did it with um DC Comics, especially with stuff like um Batman. 
that's that stuff he did with Batman is incredible. Like it is like phenomenal. Some of the stuff he did for that for the comic book in that time, stuff for like Green Lantern and the Green Arrow comic as well was was memory was extremely memorable. And of course his his um genre defining comic that that I know people I know people make fun of it today, but when you look at it in the context of like then and what he and what kind of impact he did, the Ali versus Superman comic book he did that he that he that he drawn. Was one of like the most important comic books of that of that era, because it it really it really was like the like that was like the the like that was that and like the comics of and that and that, and the stuff with Batman in the seventies was just like that was just DC at their prime in the seventies. Hmm. And then you got George Perez, who again like we have we went from the guy that trans that that gave us what we the current look of the seventies and the early eighties. Now we got the guy that defined the eighties and nineties look. Of, of DC and Marvel comics, you know, you got yeah, like he's mm-hmm. like it was like he started off he he started off a lot with doing stuff for Avengers, Teen Titans, you know, um, Justice League, Wonder Woman, you name it, he worked on it. Like his spreads, his multi character spreads are just the most incredible thing. I like that's I, I I always so fascinated. It's like it's like looking at a it's looking at a Where's Waldo or in your I don't know if they in your market like in the woods they call it like Where's Waldy. Yeah, yeah, because of the way that they, because we got that name swaps deal with the UK version, that kind of deal, which, which makes yeah, the whole name just... joke of uh, Waldo versus Oddlaw completely <laughs> head scratcher. But at the same time, it's like if the original version in the UK was intended to be where's wise, like what the flip? Were they? Oh, yeah. But in any case, it's like you. It's like looking at those images where it's like you're just seeing like who's like you're just admiring all the details of just all these characters just gathered around and just. It's incredible to see all like. I'm gonna say, and, I, and not to, not not to remotely point to this guy, but is he one of those defining guys for good or bad, like uh, a certain Mister uh, RL from the '90s from Marvel? Oh no, 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 no! As a matter of fact, but, he helped. Like, like he actually, like, um, um, uh, actually, when 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 things went parachute with all that stuff, they brought him into like to like give the give those comics a, a shot in the arm, especially with Avengers. So like when after like Heroes Were Born stuff, they had to bring him in because it was like, oh shit, we screwed up this one. We we screwed up this one bad. We gotta get like some like A plus people to come in and do it. And he was like one of the artists that, that came in and he was like that was like a, like that late that late eighties and uh, that late nineties and two thousands era. Like just before um just just before the the um Avengers disassembled was incredible and he had like one of the best runs on that on that book. Uh, one one of these days. Who, who knows? Maybe if we do a bunch of uh, comic-y other things or something one day. Uh, one day, life feels like there's a little spotlight or something, or discussion piece or something. So, you know. Yeah, but one of these but, days. Uh, uh, the, 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 the way he burns bridges, it's, I don't know how that's that, that's gonna play out. So, yeah. But anyway. In any case, yeah. In any case, going back to George Perez and um, Neil Adams, <coughs> like I said, those two men are just like. Someone said it best. It's if, it's if Scorsese and Spielberg had passed away like a couple of days within each other, and it's true. Like these guys defined their eras of the seventies and eighties, and even to the nineties and two thousands with uh, with Perez. And it's just like for them to just be gone and like let, like in a couple of days' time was just was was horrible. It kind of it caught me off guard when I when I read all that. I was like, and I knew it caught me off guard with with Neil Adams. But then I saw how old he was. Like, yeah, that sounds about right. But and then also with um, Perez, it's like yeah, his cancer 
he was he was going through his battle and on and off with cancer. So it was like, yeah, it made perfect sense that like eventually. And he he said like, yeah, I'm I'm done getting treatment. Like I'm just gonna I'm just gonna I'm just gonna see this through, and that's it. And just live as much as I can before, because like I don't want to go through like this on and off. All, I don't want to go through this on and off situation. So it was like, yeah, it was his choice, and you know it's sad, but he made the he made the call, and uh, like whether you whether you whether you like it or not, like that that was his call ultimately at the end. It's like, like, just, I, like, I just, it, it, it just stuns me. To, to, uh, and I wish we didn't have to talk about the, wish we didn't have to discuss this or any sorts of things. But it's like, it's important because, like, they really define that the generation that of, of books that we were reading. Yeah, it's like one. It's, it's like, it's, oh God, like, you know, artists and creators and people that were involved in the industry and stuff. They're just, you know. Yeah, for better or for worse, like, you know, help define a lot of stuff in, in regards to yeah, like either I said, sides of the comic runs and all this stuff, or even just, you know, like in the case of Neil Adams, like, you know, like, yeah, like, there was a big, huge period where Bucky O'Hare was, like, a big, huge thing, like, for a brief time period before it kind of fizzled out for random reasons. I don't know. It's, it just didn't cut, it just didn't cut, cut. They just caught the same fire they were waiting for. Because this was at a time when they were trying to, at the time when they, when they, when they did the TV show, they were like banking that it would be the next um that they want they were hoping they wanted they were everybody was looking for the next on teenage mutant ninja turtles and no one could touch it except power rangers which came out like two years later yeah some got kind of closer to arguing than others but some some just completely fizzled out more worse than others because i mean this is one of the ones that fizzled out quickly because it was like oh yeah we like it, it's yeah, it was just like it. It just came at the wrong time where it's like everybody was trying to capitalize on something and just yeah, because I mean you had stuff like it, it, like, it kind of like, got lost. It kind of got lost in the, in the, all the noise of Ninja yeah, and the shuffle. Yeah, but like there was like things like you know like something lasted for a little while longer because I mean I want to say like but then there are two that really jump up in my period like when the whole animal anthropomorphic hero phase deal thing like whatever their origins may be, regardless in the end like if they're humans mutated or animal, uh, you know, bipedal dudes or whatever kind of thing from yeah. other worlds or whatever. It's like, between Street Sharks and Biker Mice from Mars, those ones seem to survive a little more longer than some, I would say, after TMNT, but, you know, or around the same time. Like, but anyway. I don't know. I Like, those, those two, I don't know how those two, like, I don't know how those two, like, survive, but that's a, that's a discussion. That's actually an interesting discussion. We can have that discussion. Like, well, 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 the, well, the thing with Street Sharks is, I think, part of the, I think you know part of the reason why is because Mattel had a decently big toy line for that thing. Well, not just that. It's the meme, man. It's like, they, like, like it's the meme that, that lives on. That's, that's a problem. What, the meme of, of, of it being Jawsome or what? Yeah, just being, like, the most 90s-tastic thing you can think of. Like, okay, bipedal sharks. That's awesome. Bipedal yeah. sharks with like <laughs> they have a they have a slogan that's that that's like the most nineties things ever. Yeah, and and they fight and they fight the most blatantly obvious evil mad scientist dude who just wants to conquer shit and all that kind of thing. Eventually, yeah. So it's like it's it's I, I I'm sure it's mostly the memes at this point because it's like yeah, this, like they're, they're, no no one's no one's watching poetics. It's just like it's like the most unapologetic unapologetically nineties thing ever. So yeah. on, in that in that regard, yeah. Well, I could say the same. Hmm? I was gonna say. Well, I could say the same thing, but it has a different aspect because, like, Marshall Mouth had this whole like, they're really hardcore. They have their very metalish uh, music thing behind them, all this kind of stuff. Like, a, they went for a different vibe, but also in another '90s 
kind of way kind of deal. You could tell. I think, it, but I think it worked back when it worked. Is that there was there was there was more um, there, there was more substance to it. I'm about to say something that I was I was I was I'm trying to to stray away from. I said too, that I've been saying way too much when I when I started doing the Cosmo cast. So I'm trying to stay away from using a certain a certain uh, a certain phrase. So like, if you see me try to struggle, like I'm sorry. Why, 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 why not just get out of your system once, Ramsey, and then just forget it or something? Okay, you, you need more. Like, like I think Biker Mice from Mars has a little bit more meat on the bone. Mm. And say Street Sharks. That's the word I keep on saying a lot. I gotta, I gotta keep on. I gotta find a new. I gotta keep on finding a new way of like this. You'll, you'll, you'll find a new sub. You'll find a new. You'll find a new variant or something in your brain, Ramsey, for it. But yeah, but going what like you know any closing thoughts on the on talking about Neil Adams and no, 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 because we we we, we, we I. No, I don't think I'm to add it because I've already kind of said a little bit about Neil Adams anyway. So it's um, yeah, because we just went on a little tangent anyway. So that's that for for the, that stuff that I can think of anyway. Really, honestly. Yeah, congratulations! This is your first show watching. Well, if you're your first first show listening to us. This is what this is kind of this is kind of stuff you're expecting from. Yeah, because our brains go to tangents of like shit that happened in maybe the eighties or the nineties or stuff that was connected to you know tangents, you know that kind of deal. Right, right, right. So, um, I guess we can. I guess we can go from that. We can. We can go from that bit of news to um, the um, Deadlight Hollywood announced um, that the Spider that um, John John Waltz, the director of the Spider Man movies, has walked away from the new um, the new Fantastic Four movie. Yeah. Um, rumors are because of something we saw in the Multiverse of Madness. Um, Something from involving that might be that might be in play. I won't say what, but something That's in that movie covered up in multiverse. But don't yeah. Say well, anything. this is this is one. Of, this is this is one. This is one of those things where I think instead of us discussing it in depth, like all I gotta say is like if if you're willing to spoilers, I think we'll discuss it in the spoilers a little bit more because I think this goes hand in hand with this story with that that with that story as well. So. It'll be interesting if this comes true. That's all I gotta say. If, if but if the rumors are true, and what the spoiler thing is involving the spoiler thing, I think I'm I'm down with it. I am very down with it. All I, all I'll say is I hope that they've also got someone sorted out to, uh, or the or Marvel are trying to sort someone else who's who's cool to stick stick on with, uh, you know, all yeah. that stuff because. You know, because there, there have been occasions MCU have lost a director or had someone else like take over like a. Of running like franchise within the MCU, like you know, like a Marvel property and that kind of thing. Like it kind, of, it happened with Iron Man. Thor had like at least two or three directors rotating. Captain America had like a similar deal. Well, so it's just yeah. kind of how it goes anyway. But you know, yeah, and and but like, but this one's kind. Of, this is kind of like I think I know what what what, what must have, like I think two things must have happened. One, not, the spoiler thing, and second. Um, it is said that John Watts is expected to come back for Spider-Man Four, mm. so I'm pretty sure Sony, Sony, Sony locked him in a contract to be like, okay, you can work with Marvel, but you can you can't work with Marvel, but you can still work with us. Mm. So, again, when we get to spoilers, I have my I, like, there's some high, there's some heavy rumors involving something about who might be the next director about of the movie and. If it is, eh, actually, it's pretty good. It's a pretty good choice. Yeah. Um, we got to see another on on uh, May the fourth. We got to see a, a trailer for Kenobi. We got to see a new trailer for that, and 
it looks good. It looks really good. I'm really, I'm really, I'm really, I'm, exci- I'm really excited for it. It should be out by like the twenty. They said the twenty seventh to be the first episode. We got to see a little bit more of the Inquisitors and like what's going to be going on in the series. They did say Darth Vader will be appearing as well in the series. So I'm interested. And they're, and they're hitting at a uh, yeah. At a looks like possibly a another little throwdown between Vader and Vader and Kenobi as well. Potentially, potentially. Yes. Yeah, so it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be very interesting. I, I really did enjoy the trailer here. For which kind of makes the whole that whole that whole scene in uh, A New Hope kind of weirdly funny. If that's right now anymore, if that's kind of like a little what I would call continuity snarly kind of in a sense. Yeah, where it's like it's, it was a snafu where like uh, we already fought before. This is not gonna be your first time. But I think I think it's, I think it's gonna work at this time because it's like. They've been fighting each other for so long at this point. It's like when so they get to like they're at the final battle at this point. Like this is like their final. The, what we see is like the like what they what, we, what they saw was like the last fight between both of them. So it's like I think I think that could be. I think if you if you say like if you phrase it that way, it could be it could be interesting. Um, continuing on with the movie news, we finally like. It's like literally, if we only waited a few more days. Actually, no. We, this would have this, this wouldn't wait a few more days. This, this would actually this because we only got this news like a couple of days ago. But like what we predicted on the set on the last episode, we finally got a, a, an announced time frame for the new Dragon Ball Superheroes movie for an international release. They're now saying it's gonna come out August. We don't know what what time frame of August, but we do know it's coming out August. Yeah, which kind of falls in line with the stuff that was kind of speculative, and I kind of said touched on previous last mm-hmm. time. So you know they've kind of yeah, Toy just kind of gave all those like a little uh, yeah, a little something put out there to say that like yeah, you can expect this to come out starting to hit other countries in the world like you know um, subtitles August. and potentially dubbed versions and all that stuff around that time. No, it, frame, it will yeah. be dubbed. I think they I think they did say that it was going to be dubbed. And then yeah. they, they they they'd be crazy not to put the dub because like they, the dub is especially the English dub is like is is as memorable as the Japanese the as the Japanese cast. Yeah. But yeah, it's like it was we predicted it'd be it'd be around this time around around that time around August because there was like I looked at that calendar of like movies coming out like there was absolutely nothing coming out. So I was like, it'd be a perfect time for them to just take advantage of just when there's nothing there for people to watch and it's, and I believe this is going to be their first. Um, this is gonna be Crunchyroll's first movie because now that they dissolved um, Funimation and they became uh, Crunchyroll, like, and it's gonna be distributed by. And there's just another thing that actually got kind of confirmed because of the deal that they have with uh, with, with because of that previous deal they had with uh, with Sony, the rights to the movies are now with Sony. Huh. So Sony's gonna be distributing the movie like outside of the night uh, outside of Japan. So. Well, here, instead um, of it was the case overseas in the U.S. or something, but um, here it used to be for Battle of Gods and Resurrection F. It used to be for 20th Century Fox, but uh, hey, yeah. they're, they're a, a shell of their former self nowadays. So, you know. Oh, we'll get to them in a few minutes. Yeah, no, but I mean, in regards to the Dragon Ball movies like nowadays, the modern release. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so that's... And I think... Wait, what, did they do Broly's releases as well, or was it just... Yeah, they it was. They were still. They 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 weren't brought out still before um before Broly came out. So yeah, you, no, no, because probably I think it was just Funimation directly at that point because I think the Fox thing was done. No, it, no, it wasn't done. It was still like in, like they were finalizing things. 
Oh, okay, so okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay, never mind, never mind. So, like, yeah, the Funimation thing, like, Funimation became Crunchyroll, but because Crunchyroll, because Funimation belonged to to um to Sony at the at the time, Sony is going to be the ones responsible for distributing this movie going forward. So that's going to be interesting. To, that's going to be an interesting thing for them. Yeah, to do. but it's, even if you know, in the in the end, it's going to be interesting to see how they handle. Um, if they have, if they have basically, well, they should do a better video player for anime online stuff in regards to that anyway, compared to Funimation's thing, which is very, uh, well, very transitioning weird. Everything, they're, they're transitioning everything to Crunchyroll, so take that, so take that as you will. Yeah, well, Crunchyroll tends to have better, because they've been doing that for, like, a while, so we can all hope in the end they all works out for the better, and, you know, all this restructuring and all that, all that stuff and rebranding. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to discuss? Uh, you want to discuss the trailer for? Speaking of tra- oh, 20th Century Fox, do you want to discuss the, the trailer for Avatar Two: The Way of Water? I mean, we can touch on it because yeah, like I, when I went to see uh, Doctor Strange: The Multiverse of Madness, I saw the the the, the blue people, Ramses. Yeah, and there's green people now. Uh huh. That's my takeaway. It's like, oh, blue people, green people. They still put their things in their braids and their hair. Okay, cool. I don't know how this is gonna work, but okay, cool, whatever. Um, I just saw it and it looked pretty, and that's my thoughts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So there you go. If you if you want our thoughts on if you want our blunt ass thoughts on 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 Avatar: The Way of Water, it's a pretty looking movie. I just hope that this isn't like caused like as I said to another as I said to another friend of mine. The big, like the biggest, like it was supposed to have a cultural impact, but instead, the cultural impact it had was movie theaters. Flooding everything with 3D, and I hope that does not happen again. And we also put on 3D glasses, like I said before. I think the previous time, anyway, as well. So, um, let's go on to the well, okay. So let's go on to let's go on to let's go on to uh, streaming, and they show off a trailer for Weird, the Weird Al Yankovic story, starring Daniel Radcliffe. Um, it's a, it's gonna, it's gonna be, it's gonna be here, it's an exclusive movie for Roku here in the United States, I don't know how it's gonna be handled internationally, and the trailer looks like it's just a tongue-in-cheek thing of, of, of his life story, which is fine, his story is actually kind of mundane, to be honest, you know, he's a, he's a guy, like, if you, if you're, like, deep dive into, like, what he really does, he's actually kind of a, he's actually kind of a boring dude, to be honest. Like mm. the, the, he has never gotten to like any really major controversies or anything like that. Like anything and anything that that, that would have caused a controversy, he kind of like they kind they kind of smoothed it out already. They kind of smoothed it out and and everything's fine with it. So this is just a very 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 exaggerated take on his li- on his life story. So I am down for it. Like like I like he's he's like um, um, Weird Al is is co-producing this movie and I think he co-wrote it as well. So a lot of his stuff when it involves like his life story and stuff like that, it's always hilarious to see like he, like. Him exaggerating his life story is always amusing to me. So it's like I'm I'm down with I'm down with this. Mm. Um. Okay, let's go on to some gaming news because like we. Okay, so we want to do first. You want to do the the leak thing, or you want to talk about the Nintendo um the, the Nintendo indie direct the indie direct thing? Let's do the smaller things first out of the way, and then we can talk briefly about the whole uh you know the the, 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 the that indie world. All right. Um, well, there's just one thing that, that that popped up here, and just um, the 2001 build of Duke Nukem Forever just got leaked on the internet randomly. 
Yeah, just one day, one day we were, one day, like one day it just popped up on the internet. It's like, hey, we found a leak. We found, we found a build. And it's unplayable, but you can see all the assets and you can see what's, how things are running. I'm pretty sure some enterprising person can make that thing work. And a lot they of can time make and like, everything. Yeah. So. Yeah. And it's like, you know, it's, a, it's interesting. It's like, you know, I, I was thinking, I was thinking, thinking about it. It's like, you know, there's already been, there's already, they've already discussed this. Like if you, there's like enough videos on the internet that discuss like what the fuck happened with this game, like, it's like Cressard was like looking at every fucking video game known to man. He wanted to make everything in, everything humanly possible in those games, and ultimately, um, feature creep kind of like caught up to him, and it's just like feature and like tech creep kind of kind of crept up. That's why when Duke Nukem came out, finally came out in 2010. Uh, I. I, I'm I'm forgetting off the top of my head because I was like, you know, it came out when it finally. Yeah, yeah, you know. it came out. It came out, and no one fucking gave a shit. But if people were saying the game looks like a game from like ten years ago, it's because it was running on an engine that was like ten years or ten years too too old. Everything was running like on stuff that that was way too ancient at the time. Yeah, well, because it was in limbo and... for like so long, and then it eventually crawled its way out of like where it had been stuck in limbo for so long anyway. Mm-hmm. So you know. Yeah, and well, part of the problem was is that Persard, no, George Persard, the creator of Duke Nukem, he was adamant. He was adamant about like getting the game at the most at the most bleeding edge. Let me tell you how bad this was. The <laughs> game in 1996 was was announced to be running on the Quake Two engine. Let that sink in. Quake Two. Quake Two. And then it went to Quake 2, to Quake 3, and then it went to Unreal, and then it went to Unreal, and then it went to the Source Engine, and then it went to Unreal 3. And it just kind of like, at the time, at, the, at that point, it was like, at the time it came out, like, like there are better games running on that engine. It was, it's a mess. And it's like, they were trying to play, it was like, you know, like when, when you have, always when you have new tools, you have, to, you have to play with the new tools. And they were playing around with, like, so many other things with it. At the end, it's just like, yeah, it ended up being a mess. I'm pretty sure someone's going to correct me as like, oh, no, it was another engine that they, that they used. Like, I'm pretty sure it was. I'm pretty sure it was a source. I'm pretty sure it was the Havoc engine that they eventually went with. But they eventually put in, like, kicking and screaming. I'm not 100% sure. But, you know, I don't, I, I, I can't be bothered at this point. I sincerely cannot be bothered at this point to check, to find out. All right, so uh, let's talk. Let's talk some indie games, man. What, what, what did we like? You saw the indie the indie showcase uh, that happened what yesterday? Uh was it yes? Was it the day before at midnight? Yeah, it was. Well, at least for locally time because yeah. Uh, did you tune into it live or did you catch the recap le- later on? Kind of thing. I'm usually usually what usually usually when it comes to those types of things, I'm like I'm usually waiting for like the the chatter from the, from from like Twitter and seeing what what uh what games that people caught their attention because there's always a game that like people are clinging clinging on to or something that get that gets their attention, and unfortunately there was no game that like people were talking about. Yeah, there there, there seemed like there was a there was like uh, a few to me that kind of interested me like off the top of my head like. Because it was only twenty minutes long; it wasn't that long at all. So it was just like little, like little mm-hmm. spotlight um, things in it, and like the ones that I noticed was, uh, Elec Head looked kind of neat in a way, sort of. 
Isn't that, noticed... like Mega Man, isn't that supposed to be like the Mega Man X game? That they, like the Mega Man X light game? Kind of. Oh, it also has but it also has like puzzly elements to like you know navigating the um the platforms and things like you know stuff of like currents and things on on the platforms you step on it or jump on them. Not that deal. Okay. And then there was Gunbrella, which I I I actually I actually wonder and some people actually point this out like elsewhere, like um oh yeah, maybe they got the idea from Splatoon or something. Maybe. An it's umbrella like, that's a, just... an umbrella that's a gun, like a shotgun y kind of thing. Well it's also could be the penguin as well. He used a lot of that type of weaponry. Yeah. So that's that's kind of, that, that could be fun, because, I mean, obviously there'll be the phase where you'd be blocking shots and that kind of thing, and, you know, all that kind of thing, and then countering with, like, you know, mm. your shots of your own and that kind of deal. Oh, that's, a, that's, actually, that's actually kind of cool. Yeah, so, there was that. And then, there was, it, 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 it was kind of just, like, dumb fun, and, um, what was it? The, it was called Totally Accurate Battle Simulator. Battle Simulator. Totally? What the? Okay, you yes. have my attention. But it's but, it, but basically, but basically, I was going to use the joke that uh, it, it, for short, it could be called tabs, or I could be keeping tabs on you, Ramsey. But you know, so. Oh God. Okay. But uh, yeah, so it's basically uh, just this one of you know, like you can put like um, in this little sandbox, you put like dudes there, like like various little like armies, and like they're like basic like stick figure, you know, like well, not stick figure, but. Basic 3D model things, but like you know, you get dudes with shields and like uh, with bows and arrows and things and that stuff to just go at it, kind of thing. And like, you know, basically, interesting. I think like, there there have been similar games like that on piece on Steam and stuff like that as well, where you can actually make like a, like you can actually do like like large army like simulations like that. Yeah. So you want to have so you if you want to have like you, if you want to have like you know battle. Uh, you know, if you if you want to have like that, your huge epic like epic battle from like Lord of the Rings two two towers, you can do that. Or you could try to, yeah, kind of thing, yeah. So that kind of sounds similar, but I think like I, I'm pretty sure it's gonna have a lot more customization. And there was one more game, but I'm blanking on the name right now, and I'm trying to find the uh, the poll direct thing again actually now because I think it was it was a space one. I'm forgetting the name of it now though. Hmm. It was a space one, and it looked kind of cool. I'm, I'm trying to... So, you know, th- th- there's one... at least those two, and one other, a third one, one I'm blanking on. Um, the, one I, the one I did see a lot of people talk about was another Crab's Treasure. Oh, yeah, I forgot that. Shit. Yeah, I literally forgot tre- that one. I knew it was, I, when I said 3 to 4, I was doing something else. Yeah, another Crab's Treasure is apparently supposed to be like, like a dark... It's supposed to be like Dark Souls, apparently, with crabs. So let yeah, when you run around and you get stuff with like shield, with like uh, you know, like your shell becomes your shield and that kind of deal and all this stuff and all that. Yeah. Yeah, and also kind of one of the things where it's like you have to like you cannot be greedy when, when you're t- in terms of combat. You gotta like you gotta play at the rhythm of the game in order to like play the game like perfectly or exploit yeah. the fuck out of it. Depends on depending on who you are. So I, I'm like I, I'll, I'll give the I'll give these a shot because like I said like I only I didn't hear that that many stuff the only thing the only heard the other thing I heard about was that crab game and that's about it but like not too many people were talking about it usually in these in these in these indie directs these indie showcases there's always a game that everyone's talking about or everyone's someone's raving about some some, some game 
And this time there really wasn't anything that, that caught people's attention, which is quite sad because like that's because like usually indie games that's usually that's like where you get new new concepts and new things coming out of it. And it's like if no one if there's nothing that gets a, uh, if no one gets any attention from that, then that's kind of a bad sign. Yeah. I mean it was it was not that it's bad per se, it's just kind of felt like it was just kind of yeah. Or just kind of, you know, kind of that kind of deal. And, right. Oh yeah, and the only other thing I said to you earlier that I knew of one game because I know of the name of the developer, and they sometimes bring it up on their uh, YouTube uh, podcasting on occasion when they're like working on development of games and things and that kind of stuff. Because one of the co-hosts is kind of like a really cool chick and that kind of stuff, and she used to do her own stuff. And now she's moved to Japan. Uh, Chuhai Labs—they've basically been labs. advertising the heck out of out of um, Curse to Golf for a while. Okay. So. Okay. Curse of Golf. That you got my intention on this one too, because I actually do like golf games. It's basically a horizontal kind of golfing game, but your deal is to like, you know, get to like, you know, the the uh, thing, and there's like dual trick shots or like obstacles to avoid, and you just have to like determine like, you know, the aim and the power of the um, you know, the the uh ball you are uh, taking shots with. Because like, there's a game I've been playing. There's a game on the Switch I really recommend people picking up. And it's, like I know people have already raved about this game before, but it's it's like I cannot emphasize this enough about picking up with this game, Golf Story. People have hmm. picked that one up. Yeah, I've and heard it on, on the past. Yeah. Um, and I hope I'm hoping for that. That's another. That's like another type of game like that. Because like I really love. I really love Golf Story. It's a really good game on the Switch. It's exclusive for the Switch. So like I'm I'm it's a really good game. It's like I highly recommend it for everybody. And I kind of want more games like that. So if it's if it's something like that, then it's up my wheelhouse. I'm down for it. Yeah, fair enough. Because that's okay. Because I because I knew that I didn't know that would actually grab your attention. Like I kind of when I just brought up because I I've known about it for a bit. Like I've heard it before in the past. Like kind of being brought up or remember. So yeah. Oh yeah, and here is the I, other game. Now I remember the other game. I found it on a on an article page somewhere. The other game that I was kind of curious about is called. Opus, Echo of Star Song. That was the one. Okay. All right. That sounds. That sounds. That sounds. That sounds. That all those games sound some really interesting. I'll check. I'll check it. I'll check out this indie director. Like if you're, if you, if you haven't that many picks, I'll give it. I'll give it a fair shot. I'll give it a fair shot. Cause like that. That was my biggest problem with with, with it. That like no one was talking about it. And, like I didn't know like what kind of like what kind of stuff I was thinking, like if there was anything interesting. But now that like, there's a few games there, I was like. Eh. You might get my attention, and I might, and I might, um, I might actually give it a shot. Yeah. It's not like the other one of the other indie worlds where it's like all of a sudden they dropped TMNT, uh, Freda's Revenge, and the House of the Dead, and one of those, or something like that. I'm pretty sure in the past, yeah. Like, and also, also, ago. I think that was also the same. I think that was also the same one too, where we saw River City Girls too as well. Mm. So like, I was, I was expecting something like that, where it's just like a, like I wouldn't say a huge game. But a big enough game where people are where people are talking about it, and there wasn't anything like that. And but like that's the, but on the good but on the that I on one hand like that's sad, but on the other hand, I kind of like that because like then that means like there's more chance for discovery. I kind of want that. Like at the end of the day, I just want more people to discover stuff. Yeah. All right, so that's about it for like the game news. Like we're really we're really breezing through a lot of this on this stuff. So. Um, Let's talk toys. Let's talk Transformers, man. Because I, I we can't go an episode without, without tra- talking about Transformers. 
That's gonna be more, what's gonna be our consistent Ta um, death taxes and transformers. So um, first bit of news we got on on Tuesday the third. We got um, they're gonna release some exclusive exclusive um, legacy figures for Target here in the United States. Um, and that, well, actually, one of them is not a um, uh, not a legacy figure. It's actually a masterpiece. Master well, so first figure in this is masterpiece movie uh, blackout. He's a big boy. He is a big boy. Mm. Um, then we're gonna for for the legacy figures, we're getting a toy accurate version of um, Dinobot, a toy accurate version of uh, of Pterosaur, and a new and a new uh, a, a new weaponizer called Red Cog, which is just a repaint of Cog of the blue Cog that came out a few years ago with new weapons. Mm. The big news that came out of this is the what what this what what the um, what Red Cog has. Um, Red Cog has a weapon that can attach to um, Earthrise RC, and she can finally uh, have stuff attached to her body like she was supposed to in the con like in the in the in the um, cartoon. Because mm. one of the so, biggest are, what's up? I was gonna say with the Dinobot, is he based off the original Beast Wars mold again, or what? The beast, the okay, so the or is it the, or is it inspired by the old school like mold or what with Dinobot? It's um the Dinobot is, is um the same mold as the like as the uh, Kingdom one, but he has the he has his old he has the other head, the not the the non mutated head, which is actually the non the regular version, which is just like the a masked head, mm. and his skin is a lot more like brighter, and the gold pieces are like just bulging out of them. Yeah, because cause the thing I want to say about the Kingdom one is that I feel like the brown color on the Raptors Beast Mode kind of thing was a more show accurate kind of deal. Yeah, and that's what it was. The 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 the, the Kingdom one was way more accurate to the to the cartoon, mm. and this was more accurate to the actual figure itself. Like the one that came out like back in ninety back in ninety four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. there's been a few varying ones of Dinobot over the years, and some of them, well, at least one or two of them have suffered bad fates of gold plastic syndrome. But you know, so. Yeah. Yeah, so like, but this one, this one is like the 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 gold on it is actually kind of is orangey, so like that one won't be a that won't be a yeah, it shouldn't be a, a issue with that. And then pterosaur, mostly getting there, but I think the beak should be goldenish. Yeah, think, but, but, but it's good. But I think it's good too because it's like a lot of people missed out on the on the first release uh, that they, that came out on Amazon. So this, so this is a, so this is a really good like, like if you can't get that, here's the alternative. I, I really do appreciate that on that regard. Yeah. And yeah, like the the red cog, he has a lot of good weapons. He has that stuff that you can attach to RC to give to make her have like usually attached weapon weaponized to her. He has a lot of cool weapons he, that that I'm noticing here, here and there. That I think I see like um, I I see what's um. I see, I can clearly see right here um um Dinobot's uh, um sniper rifle he had in in that one episode when all the when Dots Frank came back. Yeah, oh, that, that big, oh, that that big rifle. rifle. Yeah. Yeah, so they gave him that. That's one of the weapons I've noticed. And yeah. they gave him a couple like, a couple of new original weapons here and it looks pretty good. Pretty good. I might pick this one up just because I'm a sucker for like weapons packs for like anything really. Anything yeah. involving like weapons packs with toys, like count my ass in. Mm. As a matter of fact, like out of the side, they 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 just announced a weapons pack for um. They announced a weapons pack for um for spawn toys. 
And like, I don't want to buy them. 15 bucks, but it's, and it's like, oh, I, I kind of want to buy those because it's like, I kind of want to give, give my, my, uh, my MK11 spawn some more guns because guns. All right, so next off, we go on to more Studio Series stuff. We got Dark of the Moon, Bumblebee, Revenge of the Fallen Sideways, and Movie 86 RC. First, the Movie 86 RC is just the it's just the Earthrise figure. That's what it is. It's just the Earthrise figure with the with the chassis of the thirtieth of the thirtieth of the of the thirtieth anniversary figures. Hmm. So if you already got if you already got Earthrise. You don't need to buy this one, or if you got so you don't either order those figures. You're better off just skipping this one. Correct me if I'm wrong. Is is it the Earthrise one that some people out there, and I think once you even a friend of mine came around saying that the Earthrise one of RC had a weird batch with some of the uh the white plastic though, where some of it would go yellow kind of quick or something like that. I think. Not. A- I'm looking at her right now, and then I'm looking at her right now on my shelf. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with her. Because hmm. I heard, I thought I heard something about an RC, like someone posted Twitter on Twitter, like at some point showing off pictures, and like they had for a bit, and like some of the yellow, some of the white plastic had gone, like to a, had yellowed or something, and all this kind of deal. Uh, well, I'll check it out and I'll post. I'll have to look it up later on myself, but that's just something that I remember hearing at one point in time. I saw a picture and was like, "Ooh, wait, that's from a new one? That's from a new toy? Oh boy!" Anyway, uh, yeah, movie series Bumblebee, which is yeah, based off of the yeah, Bay stuff. Yeah, more Michael Bay stuff, and just like, yeah, it's just a good figure. Like, but I, I'm uh, the one from the from the original releases is like that. I think those are a lot better, but this one's gonna be a little more accurate, a little bit less clunky to transform. So it's like that, that's one of the, it's one of the positive things. Yeah. Um. Then the other one's got the got the gun on the back of his because <laughs> they they obviously can't store the gun anywhere else. So yep, they got a pack. Put on the boot well, area. The thing is about this one is like the, the like that that reference to the fun line. It's just it's it's a, it's a, it was a mess and a half. So for them to go back and actually redo a lot of these Revenge of the Fallen characters, it's yeah. a really good idea. I'm really happy that they're going going through a lot of these like these more esoteric stuff because I think a lot of those figures just need a like a, like a Revenge of the Fallen Sideways is the one who died like in like the first five minutes of the movie. Yeah, it's the one that yeah, the one that I was trying to slashes in half. Yeah. So yeah, but the first release was the first release back in back when the, when the back in two thousand ten was not good at all. And but this is this is good. Like I said, like I'm 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 always down for them to going back to making characters from like those first two movies, from those two first two movies because the first two movies to me the toys were hit and miss, and now that technology is kind of like technolo- transformation technology and transformer technology and stuff like that has improved. You can get away with doing a lot more stuff that you can get away with doing stuff that that you can get away with that I think you could I think you can get away with now. Yeah. And Sideways is one of those characters where it's like, yeah, it's one of those characters that definitely needed like a, a, another like another shot, and I'm happy that you give me that other shot. And yeah, it is kind of weird. It's like the gun just attaches the back. It's like you can't put it. You can't put it in the bottom part of his stomach or anything. You can't put it in like in like the bottom part of the car or anything like that. So it's like, yeah. Yeah, it's like it's the same thing that happened with um jazz, <laughs> with uh, with uh, with movie one jazz and uh, like they just they didn't find a way to put they can't find 
they couldn't find a proper way to put it, so they just said, "Fuck it, let's we'll put the gun on his, uh, put the gun on his roof." Yeah. So we got that, and then we are going. Um, so this week, um, Hasbro has been revealing a new figure line exclusive to Amazon called the Legacy Wreck and Rule Collection. So we got. There's a lot here we need to discuss here. So. Our first figure was that we saw on Monday was a comic book accurate um impactor and Paleo Rex and Paleo Rex. And um yeah. Oh no, it's his name is his name is Spindle, but it's a it's a, it's taking the mole from Paleo Paleo Rex. <laughs> so this is a completely new character. Spindle's a new completely new character. And this is good. and the first figure was impactor, but it makes him look more comic booky accurate. They have they give him a new head that makes him more accurate, and the 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 plastic the the yellow on him is a little bit more darker. It's not quite gold, but it's more like it's more like like a mustard colored. Mm. So and it and there's also like the the spindle also has that color on his on his skin as well. So. They're both gonna be on there. That's one that's one set. The next set that we are going to that was announced was G2 Leadfoot and a Mas, and Mastodon. Another web, another fossilizer from the from the Kingdom days that they that they that they made. Um, I'm, not sure if, is, um, hmm. I'm not sure what I think about Leadfoot. I've because I there were so many toys when it came out with the original G two line. I'm not sure if I remember any dude like him remotely. Like there was plenty of like great cartoons. I think um, I think um, I think Leadfoot was one of those like water guys. Oh, the ones with the color change deal or something or something yeah. else. Yeah, yeah. Well, like you, like you can only see the symbol if you like hit him with with like water. Hmm. I believe so. Don't hold me accountable. Somebody yeah, because it, 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 it sounds like this. You want to go to TF Wiki and look up that dude or something. Yeah, but the Mastodon is a completely new character. He's all black. He's black and he's black and gold. Um, and it looks really cool. Um, here's the thing with Leadfoot. I already got. I already got. Um, I, I already got War for Cybertron Siege. Um, uh, uh, Mirage, which is mm-hmm. that mode. And I would just, I would just keep that mold. Like I think that's that's like a really great mold. I don't need it. I don't need it again. Yeah. Then we go on to yesterday, and he announced uh they they announced a new another new figure. And he announced a G one a G one um G one Deco G one Deco Springer G one Toy Deco Springer. So instead, yeah. so he's gonna he's green, but he also has like brown. He also also has like um. He also has like sil- he also has like silver, um, grayish parts to him as well. Yeah, especially around the rear section of like the uh, helicoptery stuff and all that kind of deal, most notably. Mm-hmm. Um, my thoughts are I like I love the figure. It's one of my favorite. Uh, it's one of my favorite siege figures. But the, the, the my 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 problem with that figure still stands. They should have given him. A, they should have given him the. They shouldn't given him the thirtieth anniversary figure um, helicopter um, helicopter rotor. Water blades, and they and they they missed out on that, that opportunity for that. Other than that, it's a great figure. Like I highly recommend it. And then today we finally got our, we finally got another reveal of a of 
of another of a Wrecking Wolf series, it's gonna be Bulkhead from the Legacy series. Um, it's the same figure from the it's the same it's the same figure that 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 we're gonna get. Just he's decked out he's decked out in in, uh, in camouflage and he has a and he has a hammer weapon. That's it. But that's not a bad thing because apparently this the the bulkhead on the, in this line really good. Mm. So I'm down with it. I yeah. just wish there was another character, but then again, beggars can't be choosers at this point. So, um, big rumor right? Like, so we we you know another figure, and that's gonna be a diaclone color twin twist. So it's gonna be blue and red. That's another figure, but they. But the thing is, they did the. What my theory is is that since we saw two deluxes and two voyagers, the last figure we're going to see tomorrow when this when or when this like tomorrow, it's going to be a it's going to be a leader class, and that's going to and that and that and that um twin twist is going to be part of that set, and I think it's going to be Ultra Magnus. That's my. Theory for right now. I don't hold me accountable. I could be completely wrong. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But I can't think of any other character that would fit that that, that would fit like the that um that archetype of the wreckers and and be a leader class that they can do unless unless they put like unless they put like Rodimus Prime and just put like the the car part of it and they don't put like the trailer part which costs them which costs them a lot more extra mm-hmm. which would be fine too. Which you find too other I wouldn't mind buying a, I wouldn't mind buying Rodimus. Like because I but the thing is I the part of why I like Rodimus is he's had that fucking widow bagel part. Yeah. So let's see. Well like we'll, we'll like next episode we'll definitely have something to talk about when when it comes to this. So um any thoughts? Uh not particularly, because that that seems to be you know, there's not much that's uh I mean, some of them seem kind of cool, but it's like, yeah, I'd probably just kind of, you know, look at them, what kind of thing. If I see them somewhere and I take note of them, I'm kind of cool. Because, right. I mean, even when I was out, like, recently, I saw some of the other Legacy ones. Like, and all that kind of thing. Like, like I saw, like, was it uh, Kickback? And, like, yeah, he's fairly tall. He looks kind of cool. But probably kind of okay, pricey at the just... same time, so. Yeah, I got, I actually got, I did actually pick up um, Kickback recently in our last episode, if you remember. Yeah. So, um, well, it, 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 so we get to finally talk about some. We got to finally talk about something that I think Randy's only would, would would be would be would be interested in. Um, is, and that is a that the Lego company announced an Optimus Prime Lego set. He's a fully transformable G one um, accurate um, transformer that you can build. He yeah, comes with it's... his plasma cannon. He comes with an energon. He comes with an energon cube, and he comes with his and he comes with his bat. And he comes with his axe and the matrix of leadership. Um, it's supposed to have uh, fi- uh, one thousand five hundred eight pieces. It's supposed to be out this June, and its retail price here in the United States is one hundred and seventy dollars. Yeah, jeez. Well, think about I did. I ran the I ran I ran the calculations. If it if at one hundred at one hundred at one at one thousand five hundred and eight pieces for a little a little a little under uh, so a little for like seventy one hundred seventy dollars. That's eleven cents per piece. Mm-hmm. I ran all those calculations because like 
the usual price is ten nine ten cents for um for 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 pieces. That's that's why the some pieces go for a lot. That's why some of those things go for very expensive because like you're paying ten cents a piece. So yeah, this the, the the math checks out with like also with like also like I think it ends up being like one hundred sixty five plus like licensing tax. So that Fair makes enough. sense. So I mean, it's it's a pretty hefty figure. I've like there's a there, I'll post a video of, of a review because like a lot of the ambassadors already got the review copies. It's it's huge. It's a huge figure. Oh, is it like um, masterpiece size big or what? I'm a little. He's actually like a head taller than the first masterpiece figure. If, if I don't know if you remember the first masterpiece. But the first yeah, because I, I have it around somewhere, so I have an idea of how big that is visually. Uh, yeah, it's all. It's like a head. It's a head taller than that. But it's not as articulated because thanks to because this is one of the few Lego sets that can transform without cheating. So everything on him is you can sw- you can actually pe- you can actually transform him without like switching without like shifting pieces without shifting pieces on him. So on one hand that's really cool, but the other it's like you're gonna you get situations where he has no articulated le- he has no articulated leg he has no articulated he has no articulated knees. So that's like kind of like the big problem. That's another big problem. Oh, so two other accessories that he has as well. I forgot to mention. He has a matrix of leadership, and he has some um, side swipes, some um, jetpack. Oh, okay. Huh. Cool. It's like if you look at the back of the figure, it's like, oh wow, there's nothing going on here. So it's like you can attach the jetpack back there, so you can like at least like fill in the so you can fill it in. And it looks it looks great. I have I have some problems. Like I kind of wish that they kind of like the head. I wish they did something different with that. With that, especially the the the, the those eyes. Those are all, that's the part I really hated the most. Like I don't I didn't like how they did the eyes on him. Mm. And then also like there's some pieces that still require you to put in a sticker. And I'm like, if you're paying one hundred and seventy dollars for this American, I don't want to put stickers on this thing. Like please, like can we not? Can we like? Can we, can we like not put stickers on this? Uh, can we not put stickers at this point? And I mean, for the most part, there is a lot of stuff that's printed. The the Autobot symbols on him is, are printed. The eyes are printed. Um, the only thing that that is that that isn't printed is the is just the the, the part on his the, the part on his abdomen. That's about it. But just other than that, but it's like that's one of the things where it's like. I shouldn't have to be paying. I shouldn't even have to be paying on this much for if for the, if I if I'm still gonna put the stickers on. But it's a good figure. Like I said, it's from the new Lightyear movie. And I got Zerg. Mm. And the 30s of that that thirty dollars Zerg has knee articulation, and this doesn't. Like, what the fuck? You can do something. Yeah, I don't know. That that is that that does that does sound kind of weird, really. Yeah, but overall, like I'm, I'm really happy with it. I'm really happy that they're like most of it is printed parts, mostly, and except with the exception of like the exception of the weird of the weird um the weird the weird um eyes, it's a really good it's a really good it's a really good um figure, and like I said, it's a it's a, it's a tall boy, it's a really it's a chunky boy. I, I really like that. It's just like I said, like for at one hundred and seventy dollars, and but with those one hundred and seventy dollars, you can pick up like better sets for a lot cheaper. Matter of mm. fact, I think um I think there's the Mandalorian set with uh his the Razor Crest 
his his main his main ship, which is one thousand four hundred and something out of parts. Mm. You can pick up for like one hundred and one hundred dollars. One hundred dollars one hundred dollars even. So that should tell you like where things are, like why this is kind of like it's both it's great looking, but also it's like pick up that. Yeah, any thoughts on? Got any thoughts on? No, I don't. I don't have too much to add. It's just it looks neat and it's kind of cool that they're doing this with Lego. I just makes you. It just makes makes me wonder a bunch of questions about the future. Who else could potentially be next if now they've done Starscream? Optimus. Okay. Starscream is the most definite one because, like, those. That's always. That's always how they always went. It's like stars. First, the first 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 piece came out. It was it was Optimus Prime. The second one that came out, Starscream. Because one, people like jets, and two, like it's. I don't think I don't think I don't think kids are I don't think Legos in the market of making of making guns. So Megatron's out of the question. So go for like the next iconic character, which is Starscream. And if you're going if you're going for number three, Bumblebee. Number four, Soundwave. Um. Number five character? Uh, uh, oh, let me see right here. Uh, <laughs> I guess Grimlock? I mean... Grimlock would be... Wouldn't that be kind of slightly complex for a Lego thing, maybe? So, if you're going for like, G1 accuracy, it would be pretty good. It'd be pretty, it'd be pretty accurate. They can get away with it. I mean, no, no, no. I mean, like, in terms of, like, working, like, how they would probably do the whole Lego thing, and then also the idea of, like, making it work as a transforming thing, too. No, I still can work. Then you're, you're, like, they could work. Another okay. car- I mean, another one that could possibly work, because they've done this before, it could be Jazz. Because they mm. did release the Pony, uh, the Porsche uh, uh, 980 mm. not too long ago. So, like, they there is... Something you can build from that, so they can use that engineering from that to make jazz. Maybe, yeah. So you can do that. Maybe hound. Maybe sideswipe. Um. Let me see what else. I'm like, I'm looking through my all the characters I got right here of me. I'm looking, I'm looking at all the characters, and most of them are just like most of them, like I'm trying to like think of like G1 because I think that's that's where they like G1 like that first wave when you're still trying to do a lot of the diaclone stuff and like all the. All, all the all, and all the microman stuff still. So where does there you have some of a realistic thing? Like I, I wouldn't like I would love like I, like I love the Poon Wong and they make like a hot rod. If they make hot rod, I'll be like the first in line to buy it. Like fuck it, man. Yeah, those hot rods are like one of my favorite characters. But like, um, but I doubt it. Like they they, they want to go for something that they, they can they, something that they can they can work in with um with like with the stuff that we have engineering for. And they already have engineering for like big trucks already, so like I can see them why they well, I can see why they went for Optimus Prime. So that wraps up for the news section. Um, why don't we talk about what we've been up to? Like you know what new stuff I've been have you been buying? What have you been watching? What did you, what did we see? What did we do? So um, why don't we why don't you take it? Why don't you take it? Why don't you take it? Uh, why don't you take it up first, Rob? What you what you right. been up to lately? All right. So many things. I'm doing some little small bits and pieces in regards to when I can think of things. Uh, tons of watching stuff. I haven't decided on anything in particular I'm going to watch before I 
Netflix queue or um, my uh, DVDs or Blu-ray things or some of them that I haven't watched yet that I've just, you know, had and had it's like a pile of things to kind of watch someday, eventually. Um, so I'll eventually I'll Anything in particular? Not really. The only thing I've really have noticed is obviously coming up is going to be Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. But, you know, that's going to be... That's one thing, at least, I suppose, for watching. Um, yeah, but like, but like one thing, like on your DVD or your or the your Netflix queues, other things to watch. I mean, like stuff in front of me, like I can see off the side of my off to my left, like stuff like Chappie, the the live action Jungle Book, uh, Skyfall, and one two other things like those I didn't see back in the day. And I got those on, I got those from a place that used to be around at a nearby big um local um uh more place that used to have like a a store that um would get like secondhand stuff traded in and out all the time, like games and DVDs and Blu-rays and all kinds of stuff in that place. Alright, uh, so it was like... Yeah, so at that time, so, at that point in time, it, like, you could get like a bunch of things from there for like deeper than average. Like, I got some like, some sets um, or movies of things like, this is like half the price what they're worth in like the store just across from it, five minutes away like halfish price and it's like if there's second hand they're fine and it's like it's fine buy them here you know yeah, back at that point that's, that's, that's not a yeah. bad idea yeah so anything is it's just got a backlog of some little things that i need to get to someday but anyway yeah. yeah um reading not really anything in particular um games um i told you recently i've uh I've kind of come to the point with the Animal Crossing where I think uh, I think I've got the uh, hit the ceiling or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not that I don't you like it or anything the- anymore. It's just it's just that kind of it's kind of had this slow, slow burn wear down of like it's been a few days since I've been back to Animal Crossing to do stuff on the island anymore. So you know, there's that. I'm just I'm just surprised it took you this long. Like how long have you been playing? Like three years now. Uh, I got it around the time it came out. Yeah, like three years ago. Two, three years ago. So I was like, yeah, like I gave up on it like a couple months ago actually. So it's like oh, it, I, came out, like, it was it came out in 2020 originally. Yeah. So March. It came, yeah, March of 2020, just at the beginning of the pandemic, and then well mm-hmm. that game then then I, I think I ended up I think I stopped playing it like November of last year. Yeah, because I remember at that point in time, uh a friend that we sort of know a little bit, uh, sort of nudged and maybe slightly influenced me to like at least give it a try, kind of thing. And for a time, it worked out pretty good, especially during the pandemic period and all that stuff. Anyway, where we couldn't do much or go anywhere and all that kind of thing, it's like, well, just do stuff online on Animal Crossing or something instead. Yeah, it's actually, like I said, it was really good. Yeah. I guess, like. I guess, like I said, eventually you just hit, you do hit a ceiling with the game. Like eventually, the the, the daily grind does does get to you, and that and it's like, and it's like, oh, like I, I think I told you this once. It's like, like, like you're hearing the same people, you're talking to the same people, you're saying the same thing over and over again. It's like it just drives you, it just drives you bonkers. Yeah, and then there's also the law of uh, diminishing returns, where it's like, yeah, you go around the island, no new bugs to really catch, no new fish to really catch half the time. You know, things like that. You're hoping you get maybe a new art piece and all that stuff and all that kind of thing from, uh, you know, Red. Uh, Red the Fox or Kitsune, whatever he is. Mm-hmm. Yep, and usually eight times out of ten, nothing new. It's like I got most of the art pieces in my museum. Like, you know, all that kind of deal. Like, yeah. 
There's only tiny things that I'm just chipping away at very slowly, and then one day, and one day, I would have to dedicate myself to uh, probably bug hunting and then fish hunting. One day. Um, yeah, sounds about right. In terms of other stuff, though, don't ask me why, but I've I just decided. Okay, what was my progress with Mario Kart on the Super Nintendo app? And I just checked it, and I was like, oh, that's where I was up to. So I continued on. I knocked off all of the hundred CC cup. And I got halfway into, or at least the first one of uh, 150cc. Mm. So I did that. And yes, because with F-Zero, it's the same deal. I can put my brain in that mode where it's not a big hassle for me to control or uh, play old-school um, Super Nintendo Mario Kart or F-Zero. Like, I can adjust my brain to controlling those two games in terms of... For me, it's not about control. The problem with that game is that those games look like, uh, those games look like ass. Those games did not translate well when you, when you played them on when you play them on a when you play them on a flat screen like on, in HD. Yeah, F Zero of the two looks better, arguably. Yeah, I'll give you that one. Yeah, but like, Mar- you Mar- play, Mar- like you play, yeah, Mario Kart. Mario Kart has like the, like you play Choco, you play um Choco Choco Valley. It's like, oh, your eyes is like why? Well, it's just, it's just the whole thing is this the whole the whole visual tricks they use to make it all work too. It's just all. Even even when I tried to introduce it to another friend to like just like show them like what the original Mario Kart was like on the Nintendo Switch Online stuff, and just they noted they noted that uh, yeah it's kind of a, it's just kind of weird it's kind of flat and all. it's like yeah that's how it was back in the day yeah yeah and, and it, it, it suffered to it if you if you're not used to it yeah because or you yeah, don't have a CRT uh, like lying around so it's like that that's the only way you can like that's the only way I can like play it like if you got a CRT then maybe I might give it a shot again yeah. But I mean, like I experienced that before the Minecraft 64 came along. So yeah. Anyway, so that was that, and I didn't have any major setbacks on it. I did have one time where I played like one of the Bowser castles. Like I had to do like two or three tryovers because of the um or rewinds because mm-hmm. of the whole um some of the weird sections in that game, like timing with the flumps and shit. Anyway, and also um, some of those turns, some of those turns on on the on the on like the later Bowser Castle ones are just are like they're vicious. They are vicious. They 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 are they are relentless. And it's like if you take one wrong turn, if you don't take the if you don't take that turn right, it's like you're you're done. Yeah, because one of the other things that that jumped out to me is like, did I really want to do this with with doing this with Bowser with heavy, or do I want to do Yoshi for a balance of speed and some handling at least? You know, mm-hmm. with, it, with that one, I did those right when did all those races. Um, in terms of, yeah, I said reading. Uh, toy wise, uh, not pretty really too much particular new, but Ramdeez knows about this because I told him about this uh, a few days ago before the day before Mother's Day. In fact, on Saturday, Mum had uh, been out and about and she went around to some secondhand stores and places and all that stuff, and she actually came across some stuff that she got from a secondhand. St- store, up shop, whatever kind of deal. And she was like, hey, you want you can have a look at these, Rob, and I found some stuff there, and uh, in a little bag, a little sealed plastic bag thing for like one dollar, she brought back a mistransformed but complete original Beast Wars Cheetor and a almost complete original Beast Wars Pterosaur. He was just missing his gun. Apart from that, he's all fine. And the other one was Airhammer, who is missing both of his arms. The Fusor. Mm. 
But yeah, because I looked the I looked them all both over, and it's like, wow, that's <laughs> who who probably lost these from their connect from their collection or something or whatever kind of thing. It's like, well, they're mine now. Yeah, so. yeah, go for it, man. Just like yeah, and like the biggest the thing I did, and the biggest thing I noticed, like when I got the cheetor, I compared it, and I think I should I, I sent you pictures as well on Discord. Comparing the, the beast mode eyes to the original to the anniversary re-release recently, there's a difference in the eyes. Mm-hmm. The original has a more, I want to say, emeraldish, glossy kind of shine to the, to the to the cheetah eyes. The new one has much darker green eyes. Yeah, I think it's. I think they want. I think they want to be more animation accurate with the, with the colors, and that's what they were trying to do with the with it. Yeah. So either way, it's cool. Also, I got also, also, another thing, the reason why they do that is so they can be like, okay, so people won't sell this in the aftermarket saying, like, you found a mint in box, like, Cheetor. They can look at the eyes and be like, nope, that's not, that's not the right one from, 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 that's not the one from 94. That's not the one, that's not the right one. Yeah. So that's what they I have. have that's uh, they have. I just have no clue how hard it is to find um, Pterosaur's um, gun, though. You can, I'm pretty sure you can find, you can look on eBay, you can find, like, lots on, 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 on Yeah, that's the thing. I'd have to have a look sometime. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's your best bet. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. And there's not very much else. Like, there's also another place you can try. Like, I there's a place I like called Transformers Land. I'll, I'll link it. I'll, I'll put a link on on our description, and also I'll link it to you. They sell like they sell parts for as well for Transformers. Okay. Fair enough. But yeah, that's pretty much everything. And uh, the only funny thing that actually made me scratch my head and it's like realized that I had one around somewhere. Is Apple actually recently announced that they discontinued the iPod? And actually, like, I want to say two years ago, somewhere, somehow, mom got a iPod Nano, a pink model, practically sealed in its, in its little uh, box and everything. So oh, I'm that's, gonna... that's, that's a collector's item nowadays. Yeah, yeah, and I'm going to wonder if it's like how, how so after those are going to be one day because they recently. Announced they discontinued the iPod. Yeah, not just that. It's just like, like the, that kind of that. It's like we're starting that, that kind of stuff is starting to starting to become in vogue again. Like people want it for like nostalgia reasons, which is scary to think. Yeah, about. Well, it makes me wonder how workable they'll be if they take off the um, the iPods. Uh, you know, iTunes um, store or connectivity or not kind of deal. No, because it, like they've 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 ever since then they've had they've had like better ways to they've had better they have better ways to circumvent all that. Hmm. But anyway, yeah, but there are better there are hmm? better ways. Can there's so there are other, so there are other ways you can you can put music in and stuff like that outside of iTunes. Okay, fair enough. But yeah, that's pretty much everything because that's just all the things I can think of they, on my end as of late, and it's just yeah, nothing else. That really happened, right. or anything news like grabbed or got or anything. All right. Um, as for me, um, let's well, let's have like we already had our Lego moment, our Lego minute, but let's have another Lego minute here. I recently brought um two sets. I brought a uh, a Ninjago set, um, and a set from the new movie Lone Lightyear. It's this big stupid General Zerg. Emperor Zerg, and I'm like, yeah, let's go for it. They're really, it's, uh, the Zerg build is really cool. I really like it. It's, it's like, I'm looking at it right now. It's like big and really cool. Really cool. Um, in terms of what I've been watching, I, I, like, I hadn't watched, I hadn't watched the entirety of it. 
I finally sat down and watched the entirety of Hawkeye. Mm. So I watched all of that. And it was actually pretty good. The beginning was kind of rough, but I kind of I, I enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed it at the very end. Not my favorite of the, of these series, but I, it's uh, it's up there. Um, and then before my surgery, I had I went to the movies. I and not just to watch. Uh, not, I didn't watch the movie that we saw that we had to watch today for this show, but I watched, I went to see two movies and. I'm gonna mess this up, so let me see if I get this right. Yeah, I saw everything, everywhere, all at once, and the unbearable weight of count of incredible of incredible of massive. T- there you go, and the unbearable weight of massive talent. See, fucking words, man. Because you're you, you're trying to put two, two massive titles together back to back, and it's like Jesus. Yeah, I watched both those movies back to back, and it's just like okay. So the so I'm just for 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 simple for simplicity's sake, um, the, I'm just gonna call it massive uh, unbearable weight of massive talent, um, uh, massive talent, and also everything, everywhere, all at once, just everywhere. For simplicity's sake, yeah. um, massive talent, a really good movie, funny movie, funny funny movie. It's it's Nicolas Cage playing himself. And he's paired up with um, Pedro Pascal, the Mandalorian. He's paired up with him, and he's like his super fan. But they also like he's also like uh, he's also a drug lord. So the, the, the United States are like so the, the so like FBI are like look, you need to kill this guy for us. So he's got to kill his only super fan. And it's like it just leads to these weird moments where he's like, I don't, I don't know if I should kill him or not, man. He's just like it's really good or not. Like I'm paying me, I'm actually getting paid for this, man. And you know it's Nicolas Cage being Nicolas Cage, like being like his, like being this like bigger than life person, which he really isn't. But it's like he's just like bombastic all over the place because like he like they really expect him to be like that. And it's like yeah, yeah, that's that's Nicolas Cage, all right. But it's a funny movie. It's a funny movie. It's it's good to see. Like it's good to see. Um, it's a really good. It's a good watch. Everything is, I think, it might easily be one of my favorite movies of the year. I usually, usually, um, usually these kinds of movies, it's like, I like these art movies, like, I don't really find them that appealing because it's like they're usually like they usually hammer it out, they're usually very hammy with their message, or they just do it to a point where it's like you don't really fall, you don't really like, um, what's the word I'm looking for here? It makes them it, it, like they, they're so up their own asses that they, they forget that you know common people are watching this and they forget like um that you're supposed to that you're supposed to tater you're supposed to like uh, talk to them as well, and then those movies are just so preoccupied with trying to like just tell a story that they forget like uh, like you just kind of like tune off and don't even pay you don't pay attention, but this mm-hmm. is very different. I think that has a, it has an enormous heart. It has like it has one of like the most most beautiful stories I've seen in a movie in quite a, quite a while. Um, and it's another multiverse insanity movie. <laughs> like it, it's like I saw like I I saw that, and then the week after I saw Doctor Strange. So it's like holy man, holy moly, I'm like going all over the place here. But if you were to tell me like which one's the better of these two movies, unfortunately, I have to say everything, everywhere, all at once is like, the better of these movies, and I highly recommend it to watch it. Anybody watching it, one of those movies that like I, if you're if you're in earshot right now, of like listening to what I'm saying, please watch it. I. Urging you to watch it. It's an incredible movie. It's an incredible movie with a lot of heart, and it's like, and it's a, it's like a really good feel good movie. I think that's another big thing. It's like, it's like, it's a really good feel good movie that like you know, 
that the world really needs right now. That's that's um that's that that for me is like the biggest takeaway. Just like at the end of the way, I was like, I came out like I was like I literally called my mom. I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm so sorry. But like I said, it's um it's a it's a really good movie. I highly I highly recommend it. So if you have time to watch it, do yourself a favor and do it. Like if like I don't know, is it playing right is it playing right now in your nickel wood vote? I uh, probably should be if I checked uh cinema stuff nice kind of thing, yeah. Yeah, check it out. I highly recommend it. Like if you're looking for something to kill between like I know your next movie's gonna your next big movie you wanna see is Top Gun. And that won't be for like another couple of weeks. So it's like if you need something to kill some time with, there you go. Yeah, because it's coming out on the twenty sixth here. Yeah, whatever. Oh, uh, what? Um, Top Gun. Yeah, Top Gun Maverick. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's only coming about, out of about two weeks. Yeah, about two weeks from now. Yeah. Yeah, so it'll be like we can talk about that when we when we have when we have, when it comes out. So because I think that's also the same time too when Bob's Burger comes out, so I can talk about that as well. So. Um, but yeah, if you're looking for something to kill in between that time, then yeah, do yourself a favor and watch them. Watch everything, every everything, uh, everything everywhere all at once. It's an incredible movie. I, I like I said, it's easily one of my favorite movies of these. Just you have to watch it. Um, in terms of video games, like I went like just like you, I went back to my I went back to the Nintendo I went back to the Nintendo Online well, and. I don't know why, because I was seeing someone else play some like some of their some, some random games on theirs. I up and started playing Rygar on a Nintendo, mm. and I just beat it. <laughs> I have, and the thing is, I've never beaten Rygar ever. Huh. So that's an accomplishment right there. So it's like, oh shit, I actually beat Rygar. I just played the final boss. The final boss is kind of a was a lameo to be honest. Hmm. It's a good game. It's a good game, but it's just like it kind of just falls apart at the very end. Where it's just like, this is it. Your final. This is like what we were working towards. Okay. Walk up towards him and just hit him a few times. You're done. Like, oh, okay. And I've been reading. I haven't been reading much. I haven't been watching much. I haven't been watching much on TV or anything like that either. Still watching. Still watching Spy Family. Spy Family is still the greatest. Still the best. My favorite anime this though this season. You gotta watch that as well. And of course, I had to watch stuff for my Saint Seiya Cosmo cast. I had to watch because I was I was due for surgery. I had to. I, we wanted. We said, you know what? Why don't we just watch something that's lighter? And we decided to watch the first Saint Seiya movie, which is um, which is you know how like those anime movies are like, especially based on on, on current running animes. Yeah, you have like something like that runs for like thirty minutes or so, and that was quick thirty minute movie. So if you want to see a review of that. It's gonna be. It's up on my. Um, it, the, it, I basically put up the that episode on on episode thirteen of the Saints Day Cosmic Cast. So you can check it. Out. Any other business? Any other thing you want to discuss before mm-hmm. we go on to our main topic? Nope, that I can think of because I already done my bits. So yeah, there's nothing from my end. Alrighty then. So I guess we gotta talk about. We gotta talk about. So I guess we shouldn't beat around the bush anymore. Let's talk about. Um, let's talk about Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Um, just to let everybody know right now, we're gonna try to right now we're gonna we're gonna just talk about just the movie in general. We're gonna talk about like things things in general we like, things and things stuff stuff that we like, you know, you know, and give our overall opinion. 
like if we liked it or not. But we're not gonna go dive into spoilers. Once we go into spoilers, we'll warn you beforehand, and we'll like if you want if you want to say for the spoilers, you're more than welcome to. But we'll like we'll we'll like say our we'll say our piece out before then before if you want it, you gotta turn it off beforehand. So, um, yeah, you want to go first or should I go first? Ah, uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Oh, this is this is an interesting movie considering the fact that also uh, F. Disclaimer that um, I've never really fully sank myself into the um, MCU uh, related TV oh Netflix shows. So actually, I was fine going into this movie as it was, but I mean, you know, like like when I say that, like I mean, like WandaVision or Loki and all those other ones and all that stuff and that kind of deal. But, um, mm-hmm. like, as a movie, like, I said it, like, in one two places online after I'd seen it, and, I, and it was fresh on my mind at the time, that, uh, this movie was something, and it was a bit of a, it was a, bit, of a bit of a mind trip in multiple ways visually, because it's like, was, was, was I on something? It's like, no, you weren't on something, you were just seeing, uh, madness and uh, all this kind of shit, so. Oh, yeah. We're like, well, I'm, go- I'm gonna go on LSD and watch this movie, like, don't do it. Don't fuck it. You're gonna, you'd have the worst trip of your fucking life if you do it. Yeah, and it got surprisingly, and we can probably, you could probably trust this later on. Some people have said out there that this movie got surprisingly more violent than expected in ways. Oh, yeah, I did. Oh, that, I will agree on you on that one. Holy shit, that movie got violent. Yeah, yeah, because there's a few things in particular before we get to these things between bloodbaths this and things. Happens. Yeah, Stuff happens. And so yeah. happens, and it's brutal. Uh huh. Very, very brutal. Hell, it's it's brutal right at the start, as a matter of fact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, let's keep keep going. Um, what else? I'm trying to think of. I would say that I can think of some deals that with some of the characters in the movie. Boy, oh boy, there was also some little touches of feels between. Some of the things going on between Doctor Strange and Scarlet Witch. Either way. Yeah, it's it, it's it, like even if you haven't seen One Division, it's incredible just to see like where these two characters are at the at the moment and just seeing like they're both kind of dealing with like uh, with something that's like they're dealing with um they're dealing with something and they're both trying to deal with, with it the same they're trying to deal with the same thing but they're trying to do different approaches. Whereas a Scarlet Witch, she's forcing herself into 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 a situation. Doctor Strange is trying to like, trying to he's like seeing all these things happen. He's seeing all these things happen all around him. He's like, oh, fuck, this could happen to me, huh? Shit. Yeah. Like he's 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 having a, like this sober moment of like, oh my god, it's like like am I really am I really causing this much damage? And. That that's I think one of the, that's I think another cool part of another cool aspect in and about the movie. I I I, I um, anything else? Not too much because I'm absolutely over most of the characters. The one that was actually new to me, and I'll say this up front, is uh, I am not admittedly not overly familiar with uh, America Chavez, but uh, she just seems cool and all that stuff and uh, all that kind of thing and all that kind of deal. They they actually kind of captured her perfectly, where she's a character she who can who can punch through dimensions. That's pretty much her ability, and they and they did that very well in the, in the movie with, with her with, with her with her having that ability. 
But um, yeah, she's a bit older in the, in the in the actual comic book. So here she's actually like what thirteen, twelve. In the comic, she's like seventeen, eighteen. I and I looked up online. I think it, uh, I think the actual actress who plays her is like fifteen, sixteen, or something. Yeah, she looks younger. But mm. yeah, she's she's. I think she's. A, I, uh, she has like a, she has like a really good. She's really good in, in the movie. I really did, did enjoy her. She's not really one of my favorite favorite new Avenger characters, but. Uh, well, part of what you know, um, but being but you know she but they found a way to make her really interesting, really good. So like props to um Sam Raimi from that one. Yeah. Um, and before we get to all this other details, I'm only I'm mentally trying to hold my brain back from spoiling things and like let anything slip. But um, otherwise, I want to say this movie ends on some slight sad notes. Personally, at the end, overall, oh, yeah. that that, that, that yeah, that's, I, that's also the takeaway. Even if some of the things worked out, kind of, but there's also, yeah, like people have gotten either mentally messed up or, well, well, I'm not going to say anything anymore because I I do. I'm going to try and slip at this right. That's fine. That's fine. As, as a matter of fact, I can I can take it over from here if you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah go ahead. Oh, um, so. I mean, my thoughts on the movie is just like I, I was like I have I'm in two I'm in two I'm in two paths right now. On one hand, I thought it was a that was a serviceable the MCU movie as a as a movie itself. It's pretty it's serviceable. There's things that I I didn't like, but I do like them taking a a more novel approach on a lot. As a Sam Raimi movie, it's one of his higher tier movies. But after seeing stuff after, but you compare this, if you're trying to compare this to, like, say, the original Spider-Man movies, it's not that good. It's, mm-hmm. It falls short, but it's not by, but that's not saying either that he didn't do a good job. It's just, like, if, like, if, there, if there's a good, solid second or third, if you're looking for a bronze medal, like, if you're looking for, like, his, his separate, if you're looking for, like, his, his tiers of superhero movies, it's, like, it was Spider-Man, Spider-Man 2, Spider-Man 1, this and then Darkman and then Spider Man Three, so it's, it's good to be a, in, in in that regard. It's really good to be a, It's good to be the bronze um the bronze medalist. Yeah, and um, it's it's really it, I thought in that in that terms it's really good and like it's it's, it's, it's like I said it's above average. He they do the shots you're expected from a Sam Raimi movie. He does the shot where it's like just, he does that first person perspective of the of someone chasing him with like through camera. He does that the shot of like the whole like the emphasis on like. They turn and then they they zoom in on something that they're trying that they're that they're trying to put emphasis on. He does that shot a lot. He does like the shot where it's just like you know, um, he he does a lot. He does, like there's a lot of iconic shots he does, and he does and he does that a lot in, in this movie. And so if you're if you're going in expecting like oh they're gonna Disney fight a lot of his a lot of his stuff that he does that he does usually, no, not at all. And you mentioned that like that the movie's violent. The movie is like, like I said, like the movie, it, the movie, the movie, while not that scary, it's environmentally like, like they found a way to like make you, un, they make you feel very, very uneasy on a lot of things. Well, that's going on in the movie, so it's like that's so. I really do appreciate that they that they that you know, he put a lot of stuff there from Evil Dead Two and stuff like that that um that he did. And there's a, there's a couple of things, there's a couple of things when we go to spoilers, it's like, oh man, I, I really appreciate that they did that as like a throwaway from like 
from like Army of Darkness and stuff like that that they that they did as well. So when we get to spoilers or something that I, like, there's a there's a little there's these little things I really liked as well. But of course, you're expecting. There, there, there's, there's a few things that come from that stuff, and I don't know. I was holding off from even to say anything about that because I knew like when you saw that, like probably managed in the theater, we like what the what 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 you like you know you'd be like kind of like internally squealing or something like I mean. Like yeah, and I did. Like I was, I I really like what they did. Like like it says, like it's really it's a really fan service. If you really like Sam Raimi movies, because it's it's back to form for his his horror stuff and his superhero stuff. So it's like the perfect mix of it. But like yeah. it's like it's uh, it, uh, at the end of the day, it's, it's it's like I guess because I don't know what what happened. I guess there was like rewrites or something must have happened where they couldn't let him do a lot of what he wanted to do. So like a lot of that potential gets lost at the very end. But. It's not to the detriment of the movie. It's actually pretty good. And, um, yeah, I mean, overall, the movie, like I said, like, if this is like a solid three and a half, four star movie, if we're like looking at it from a rate scale between one and, and one and five, it's like an upper tier, high tier movie, not the best movie in the, mo- in the world. There's still some things that I think, like, they still have like, a lot of problems with. But I the, another thing I, I I'm, I'm gonna say also like I never felt bored at any point in this movie like I was like I, I felt the movie like the movie is long but at the movie at the same time like we went by pretty quick and compared to like other movies I've seen recently where it's like the the the, the last part of, the last part of the movie is just drag on and on and to the point where it's just like this is really it like 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 can we like cut this short by like 10, 20 minutes. The biggest the biggest offenders is Batman. Batman, like like those last twenty minutes should have not happened. Because mm-hmm. it's like the movie was already long enough as is, and it's like, oh my god, really? We have, we're gonna have another set piece fight here, really? I hear it's just like you don't feel it, and that's and I guess that's the problem with like those with like Batman, which is like it's you feel those three hours. With with uh with Doctor Strange, you don't feel those two hours and a half or, or ish. You don't. You're at the end of the day, you're like, oh, ah, that was actually that was actually kind of a good watch because there's stuff happening constantly. There's stuff constantly happening. And yeah, you're, yeah. You're, you're, so it keep it's keeping you it's keeping you distracted from the fact that like, oh my god, how long how much longer you have left? Batman's like feel like like because it's a procedural drama at times. So, so you kind of like do you kind of you feel at times you're like, like are we gonna go through a whole lot of this? Also, and, since you did bring it up, um, should I also throw in a rating for it, kind of as well? If you want. And I was going to say, okay, in that case, if we're doing uh, like on that scale, of, like say one to five, I would probably fall about the same. It doesn't feel like a, like a full on four, but it doesn't feel like it's a three either. Yeah, as I said it's a good three and a half four. It's like I said, it's not the most, it's not the most, it's not the worst thing ever. But it could have been a little not, bit more stronger in some ways, or could have been a little bit more interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It could, like, it, there could have been, they could have done a lot more, but that's, that, that's, that, that's some beyond the, that, you know, but if you're like going in there, like hyped up for this movie, you're not going to be disappointed. I'll tell you that much. It's like, if you're, if you've been really excited for this movie, like I have, it's really good. I really do. I really appreciate it. I know there were some people out there, and I remember that I've seen a video like others have been saying about. Um, this is a small point that I'll touch on briefly because I actually got reminded of this when I was watching a video only like two days ago about it. 
is if you're going into the movie expecting all kinds of crazy cameos and things, you might have some of your hopes and dreams expectations dashed. Maybe? Likely? A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. All all I would say when I went into the movie, for example, for myself, is like, I only had one little thing in my mind, and I sort of brought it up previously on one of the episodes of Sat AM Squad anyway, so, you know, it came to pass. But anyway, so, you know, there's that, and I didn't have really any super high expectations. I'm just going to go in. I'm just going to see what all this throwdown happens and what goes on with the multiverse stuff. And, yeah. The same thing here. It's like I, I went in like wondering, like okay, like they're 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 like with with, with stuff that's going on all over the place. You have, you're gonna have to throw in a lot of like, you gotta throw in a lot of stuff, and they did throw in. And I like it. There was a good balance of like cool, crazy things, and also like they found a way to like because I think too, it's like they had to give you time to breathe, and they give you time to breathe a lot of those, with a lot of the crazier aspects. And I do really appreciate that. That's like yeah, they threw some crazy things, but they let you like sink it in a little bit. Some more than others. I'll tell you that much when we get to spoilers. Yeah. And that's about it, really, for my thoughts on the movie itself. Like I said, so uh, the, you say you get, you get a three and a half, four as well. Same mm-hmm. thing here. It's like about it's kind three of and a half. Yeah, somewhere around there. All right. I guess that's all my thoughts in terms of, like, without going too, too much into spoilers. I'm pretty sure I'm going to come up with a little bit more. But the, my general thoughts was that, you know, it's a great movie. I, um, they like yeah like, I I just feel like you know I I feel like like it feels like it was a really neutered experience but not too much but that's fine. Um, I guess we can I guess we can call it here and then we can go into spoilers. So um, yeah, we might as well. So why don't so why don't I sign off everybody for right now and then we'll go into the spoilers. How about that? Yep, we could do so. Basically, spoiler yes. warning! Spoiler warning! No, no, no. Coming on, coming on. up. Before that, mm-hmm. before that, before that, we got we got to like sign off first. So, yeah. Um, is there anything else you want? Is there anything you want to promote? Anything else you want to talk about before we before we head out? Mm, nope, not really. All right, then. Well, for me, um, episode thirteen of the Saint Seiya Cosmocast is up. We talk about the Saint Seiya, the first movie that you all got us Aries. We talk about more of the Saint Seiya video games that we discussed in the in an earlier episode. So we're gonna. So there's a lot of that. So you want to check that out, you can go, there should be a link on the description below to find out more about, um, about the, about, find out more about what I do as well on that, on that show. So with that said, everybody, thank you so much for listening. If you're stepping, step it, don't, don't, if you're going to continue on through the spoilers, please do. But if not, thank you so much for listening and I'll catch you all next, next episode. Bye. Yep. All right. Things just got out of hand. Are you gone? Is everybody gone? Mm-hmm. All right. All right. All right. Guys. If we've been we've been warning you all this time, man. <laughs> we've been warning you. This is your last warning. Your last warning. If you're like, if you don't want spoilers right now, turn away. Turn off the podcast. Go do something else. Go watch the movie.
But if you're if you're if you're here at this point, then congratulations. You you you're in for, you're in for you're in for a treat because we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna go ham. We're gonna go all we're gonna go we're gonna go like we're gonna go glazed on ham right here. So you've basically arrived at the point where that uh, the Enterprise blows up blows up like about three or four times an episode, like can cause an effect from TNG. But you know, ah uh, yeah. But yeah, but you expect which, which it does have a certain someone from uh, that's from that from that uh, series as well. So we're, we're, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure that we're at the point of no return. So you can just say it. It's it's uh, Charles Xavier's back, played by Patrick Stewart. He's in a floating fucking chair. He's on the he's yellow. It's in the yellow. He's in the floating wheelchair, tech wheelchair. Yep. And also, like they when he comes in, they play the X Men theme from the cartoon. Yeah. I don't think I don't, I don't, I don't think I don't think you realized when they did that, right? I didn't fully pick it up at the time, but those people were saying afterwards were like, "Wait, did I not notice it? I'm Oh yeah, because I'm just more focused that, on like it's like like just what was just like when I heard the voice and there's like, okay, is this him? Is this him? It's like, yep, it's him. Oh yeah, it's him. All right, it's him. But before that, we get to let's, let's, let's just talk about the, let's just talk about the cameos, man. Okay, first and foremost, we got. John Krasinski as freaking Reed Richards. Everyone's fucking fan casting. Yeah. Um. They. Uh, what's what's and then like the second ones they they brought in Black Bolt. Yeah, and apparently yeah. it's the same. It's the same dude who did Black Bolt from the Inhumans series as well. Yeah, it's him. It's the same actor. And he looks pretty good as Black Bolt now. Yes, they, they rectified him. You would know. Uh, <laughs> That's why, I said, that's, why, that's why I said elsewhere, like, the Inhumans got redeemed? Kind of? Sort of? Then I'm not sure. A shot in the arm? A shot in the arm, maybe, but for the amount of time that he was there and what happened to him, I'm like, you're but fucking kidding me. Because fuck you, Reed Richards. Fuck you. So if you don't know what we're talking about, eventually, you know, when we uh, like in, in, in all like so the entire story is is that you know, um, Wanda is trying to find her children. That was that was her, that was her big crux. That was the big crux of like the posting post credit things for WandaVision, where she after after creating this entire world after after pretty much taking over this entire um town. She made her own family and everything like that, only until the end, like help her to like just like let everybody go. But she keeps on hearing the voices on, on it, so she has to use the dark hole to get to find to find a universe where they where they're at. And she wants to use America Chavez to find to find her way to get to get um to to get to her. Yeah, because of the Yeah, yeah. So when it's happening, it's like she she keeps on meeting Doctor Strange's the different universes, and they keep on dying. And eventually, she ends up at the, in the she ends up in this in the current universe that they are, with a dead Doctor Strange. But just be a note for later because there's something really cool with that dead Doctor Strange, and she pretty much lays it all out. They all have a fight, and then they escape to another universe. And Bruce Campbell's there, <laughs> the popcorn ball salesman. Yeah, yeah, yeah because yeah, I was waiting for you to bring that because yeah, it's like all of a sudden like oh hey, it's like wait, I know that voice in that face. That's Bruce Campbell again, not AKA not Mysterio, but you know. Yeah, he was supposed to be Mysterio in, in Spider-Man Four, but but like he's 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 Sam Raimi's he's Sam Raimi's um he's Sam Raimi's luck, good luck charm. And I do appreciate that they did like a little homage to Evil Dead Two by him by making him attack himself. 
Yeah. That was actually that was actually really that was actually really really good. Where it's like, oh shit, that's it. so they have so they did so they bump into him and they bump he had to, so they realized oh shit so there's Doctor Strange's universe. Why don't we go check him? I was like, oh this Doctor Strange is dead. And then Baron Mordor is like, hey, what's up, man? Yada yada yada. Yeah, and another alternate, another uh, different uh, version of uh, yeah. Baron Mordor, and then Baron Carl Mordor. That's uh, he's not so much of a dick. All the well, time. Well, uh, that's what we think of it. That's what we. That's what we thought until they drove him and they sent him to the Illuminati. Like I said, and then that's where that's where our that's where our um that that's where our guest appearances start coming out. We get to see again. We get to see John Krasinski as Mister Fantastic. We see uh, Maria Rambo as Captain Marvel. Uh, we get to see Peggy Carter as Captain Carter, and we get to see Black. We get to see Blackguard, Blackbolt, Blackthorn, and Blackbolt, and Professor Xavier, and Carl Mortar, and all of them are the Illuminati in this. And they're like, yeah. dude, you keep on, you keep on fucking this shit up, man. You keep fucking this shit up. It's not, it's not you. It's not Wonder we're we're, we're afraid of. It's you. Yeah, but it's like, it's interesting. Why not? Because it's like. They actually did the whole thing of, yeah, like, Captain, you know, like, Captain Carter and all that kind of thing. Like, all that, after all that talk with on and off on, on occasions and all that, you know? So it's kind of... Well, not that, it's like, it's, it's kind of insane that they, that they never, that never once there was an Iron Man. I, I could have swore they could have they easily put an Iron Man. They, they didn't put an Iron Man, so I'm pretty sure the Iron Man equivalent would be Captain Carter. But I remember hearing a, a rumor about saying that if they did an Iron Man for that, they were going to get um, Tom Cruise to... To be Iron Man in an alternate yeah, time and place. Yeah, but they said like, yeah, they wanted to, but they couldn't because all oh, time reasons. Also, because I'm pretty sure the time that the time frame they were making the movie, he was injured at the time. Because like, that's why they delayed the um the current um the current um movies of Mission Impossible. Hmm. And I do appreciate that they got the the, the, the actress who played Michael Rambo from. Captain uh from WandaVision and Captain Marvel to come back as Captain Marvel. And yeah, like you said, like they got they they got uh Aston Mount, the guy who um Captain Pike on, on Star Trek come back as to come back as um as Black Bolt. Fully suited and everything, looks really cool. And they all get fucking nuked by they all get fucking killed in the most horrific way possible by Wanda because King Reed Richards has a big just as much as he can stretch his his body, he can stretch his fucking mouth to say stuff that he shouldn't be saying. You fucking idiot! Well, the same, I'm not gonna forgive him. At the same, uh, at the same time, because I was gonna touch this earlier on before we get to all the other stuff, but I'm gonna also do it now. The Doctor Strange that died earlier on at the movie and then became a corpse that got buried in the Sanctum and all that. Basically, had and I, I think I'm right. If not, you'll probably back. You'll probably sort it out. Is that basically the outfit? Is that Defenders Doctor Strange from comics? Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. That is absolutely. That is absolutely what that is. You hit the nail on the. You hit the nail. Hit the nail right there on the on the wall right there. That is exactly what that costume is. Yeah, because it's that the cool, mostly black with like some red highlights. Doctor Strange and all that in that one, pretty much, and then. It leads into the other, uh, yeah. The uh, the way he dies is kind of 
Yeah, kind of messed up. Well, because considering we see it as like a vision and that kind of thing, and, and Strange thinks it's like, oh yeah, that's that's just a vision, and it's like Chavez tells him later on, and I was like, nah, that shit actually happened for real. And then yeah, he- Strange is like mind deft. It's like, wait, that was for real in the multiverse? Uh oh, or you know, those, one of those kinds of one of those kinds of deals. Um, but yeah, the way Reed got like shredded. Ouch! Oh, the worst one was fucking, and this is why I said you, I, I, I have like, yeah, his him turning to spaghetti was was bad, but not as bad as Black Bolt. What? And like I said, if only Reed had not said anything, because then he kind of exposed the weakness he, with, with Black yeah, Bolt. He, yeah, if, he, if if he said if he didn't say Black Bolt can can murder you while opening his mouth, if she would have not said that. Everything would have been, like, this would have been over. But no, Reed had had the hubris on his side, and he fucking said it. And he and and she found a way to shut Black Bolt's mouth shut, and he made him blow his own fucking head out in the most horrific way possible. I mean, this is like rated R. Like, oh my god, this is like shit you see in like in, this is like you see in a hard R movie. Don't know how they they got away with it. Because at the same time, when I think about it, it's like. I mean, I know Wanda's... I'll touch on it in a moment. Like, Wanda's hex magic and all that stuff can be pretty damn powerful, but she's also, like, uh, the Darkhold, backing her up from yeah. the world at that point in time. But, like, if Black Bolt's mouth got sealed shut like that, would that kind of shit happen to him from his own power, though? Yeah. Like, he would just fuck him up? Yeah. Or he so found he's... a way to hex... Or he found a way to, like, find a way to, like, hex himself, like... Or she found a way to, like, hex him and make him do all that. Yeah, well, we wonder, know, like, that's I wonder, yeah. I was just wondering if that was possible or not. And it's like I guess it is because, like you know, one of those things. Uh, yeah, it's just, like, hex, hex does does everything. Yeah, and then and then, and then Captain Carter and uh, Captain the Captain Marvel, they at least tried. They tried a bit, but they just got worn down. Like trying to fight her, like enough. Yeah, they, they they could they could they couldn't they could not compete. And by the way, Wanda is out here. She is, she's got like, she's got cuts, she's got like a huge cut going across her, her face. She's bloodied and she has all these parts because like also, also the, the, also the Illuminati have employed, have employed Ultron bots. And she's just covered in oil from all that. So she's like this horrific, like, she's scary. She's fucking terrifying as she, as she walks in, as she's walking around. Yeah. And then and lastly, but not leastly, Professor X. I almost, I almost thought Professor X might have had more of a shot because someone else has pointed out, and it actually makes sense. When it comes to psychic warfare, he is fucking damn powerful, always. And you she don't mess and he, with was him. he was the closest to get to. He was the closest to find to, to get um, Wanda out of like her, out of the dark hole. Yeah, and, and he was he could have, but the dark hole was just that powerful. But you also yeah, know this too. It's like he was he was the one that's like, you know what, Strange? We trust you. We trust you, Doctor Strange. And so like and Baron Moore's like, what? How can you trust him? He's like, just trust him. And they got they go they they have a little fight. And they get the eventually escape with America Chavez and they end up in another universe where Doctor Strange this particular Doctor Strange is like he he's been he's been he's been, he's, been, he's he's been controlled by the dark hold. Like this is essentially 
what would happen if like um if he were to be controlled by by, by a complete evil like Wanda did. It is like the movie is like oh fuck me, huh? This is this is of what this is my fate if I this is my fate, right? It's my fate. Yeah. If I don't have any kind of control, so like based and then at the end, like um um at the end, they, they capture America Chavez, and basically what he does is like there's a ability that they have. You can do using the dark hole called sleepwalk, um, called dreamwalking, and they and pretty much is like okay, if damn if I do, damn if I don't, I have to use the dark hole to like to to do this, and he he gets the corpse. Of, he uses the corpse of the of the dead Doctor Strange that was killed before, and just becomes a zombie Doctor Strange. You know, I love this. Like I said, it's like this beautiful homage to like Evil Dead. Evil Dead Two when like when Ashcroft was despite like the evil, and it's like because like he's not quite a zombie, but he is a zombie. But the makeup is like well, he practically is yeah. For all intents and purposes, he practically is because it's like the body physically is, but like mentally and it's like all the, all the soul, the you know the mainstream Doctor Strange is taking over. But yeah, but you haven't noticed that like Rigor Mortis had settled. You haven't noticed that like the K has not settled in, so he's not like oh like he has he's not quite like. Decaying like like a zombie, because like his yeah. eyes are sunken in, and like some parts of him are like kind of coming up. Like he's still like he is like a zombie, so he has like human like qualities. Same with like Ash and the Evil Dead too, where he's like he's he's possessed by the evil and he's zombie like, but he's not quite a zombie. He still has like human qualities to him, and that's why I like it. it's like that was a really cool like touch where he's like just a little bit coming coming a zombie, but he's not quite a zombie. Yeah. And I think one of my favorite parts is like the favorite, favorite parts of the movies is like the like like the like the evil like the like whatever from whatever dimension something's happening they're like just trying to tell him like no you can't do this body he's control of the, the of that of that evil makes a cloak out of it it's like oh, badass yeah so, or even the I moment when actually when it, when, it, when they when they sprung the whole thing of like the whole twist to start with it's like hand for the ground you know kind of deal yeah bros mm-hmm. and it's like. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely... You can tell where Sam Raimi's just having all the fun in the world right now with all this. Yeah, so it's like, you can tell, it's like, he's he's summoning Sam Raimi 1986 with this. Because it's, it's totally, like, a lot of, like, stuff from, like, Evil Dead 2 and stuff like that I really, really enjoy. And, you know, he fights, they fight, he fights Wanda, he's victorious. No, actually, you know, what happens first is, like, he... Um, eventually, he loses... But then America Chavez realizes her own potential, and she opens a dimension where she can see Tom, where she where she can see her two children, and the children are terrified of what they see, and she's all like, "Oh shit, what have I done?" And she pretty much fucking kills herself. Pretty much just like she's like fucking like the dark hole did all this. Fuck it, I can't do this anymore. And she they all escape. Yeah, if she finally reaches the depths of like the madness stuff, and then the whole thing of like, so. I was doing all this shit, and now this this is all just backfiring and collapsing on itself because yeah, the dark hole was. At first, it seemed like a good deal, but now it's just fucking everything up for me and all this. Mm-hmm. Basically, and that's to the point where it's like my own children don't even recognize me, so it's like, yeah, I'm done. I I can't do this anymore. Yeah, and then and also she just like she also like practically well, almost, but. She erased practically it from existence in copies like everywhere, even though Strange yeah. got the third eye. But you know, there's that. I we'll guess we'll get to that in a minute. Yeah, but um, 
there was yeah, also so yeah like, the book of Ashanti that was mentioned, but like that was like another force because that's one of his main like Strange's other main mystical artifacts or items usually, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yes, it and here in here and here it's been taken out, so you know. Makes me wonder if there's uh, I, have, I, have, I have a theory. Thing. Hmm? I have a theory. I think America Travis is the book of Ashanti. I don't know why, I just have a funny feeling that she is, like, the embodiment of that. Interesting. So, yeah, the movie ends, but not without, not without, not without, not without, um, not, not without giving you, like, one last kick to the nuts. After, because he's been, because Doctor Strange was, was spending so much time with the Darkhold, it's because he's become part of the Darkhold itself, and he grows a third eye. Yeah, he becomes Tien from Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. And then we get to the post credit scene. Uh, the first first post credit scene where he's encountered by a by a by a mysterious um by a mysterious sorcerer by the name of uh oh my god I got it right here uh you had it wrong it's not, it's not it's not who you think it is it wasn't uh, it wasn't uh, magic from uh, X Men or something no it's not magic it's, her name is Clea okay she's another sorcerer supreme and she tells him by the way you you shit fucked up in the in the dark dimension you want to like fix this shit he's like yeah let's go. Did you just go? And then if you keep on watching, you eventually get to the end where he's cut back to Bruce Campbell's character who's beating himself up and just stops. He's like, it's over! It's over! Ah, it's over! And that's what we end. Yeah. Though there was one other thing we did miss, though. At the start of the movie... The giant tentacle dude Shumogorath was in the movie. It's not Shumogorath, but it might as well be Shumogorath. It's Gigantos. Wait, wait, is it? It isn't Shumogorath. Yes, no, it is not Shumogorath. Unfortunately, but I'm pretty sure that's a whole different issue because he's uh, Shumogorath is is owned by the is actually part of the Conan universe. Wait, what? You heard me. What? Yeah, he's a he's, he's a monster from the Conan universe. So I'm pretty sure in order to clear get get, get clearance for that, they would need to like go. They would need to go through hoops with like the with with they would need to go through some hoops with that with with through like the through through the people who make Conan and stuff like that. So is this like a wait wait wait? Is this like a whole situation with Avengers One where we had not the scrolls but we had the uh, Chitari? Yes, basically that. Correct. Okay. Okay, that makes sense for getting around legal snarls with uh, using things they want to use but can't maybe use the exact name and all that deal. Yeah, so but I mean, Gigantos is a known villain, is a known monster that, that is exactly like that. So yeah, why not? Yeah, it's but like I said, it is for all intents and purposes Shumagora. Yeah, because so I thought like... I could have sworn it was Shumagora, but yeah, okay. Even the description of not to say it's yeah, it's it's Gargantos or whatever, yeah. Yeah, Gargantos, but they base him off Shumagorath, but in way you just you can just call him Shumagorath. Just for all intents and purposes, it is. Like it is. Yeah. And he and that's the and after and the way he killed him by just ripping out his eye, that was the very first inclination, like something's up with this movie. That's like not like this movie's gonna be something else. Because like they rip out his eye, but you yeah. get to see like the stuff coming out of it, like the like the like the part that connects to like the brain and shit like that. Yeah. You feel that and you're like, oh, ugh, ugh. Yeah. 
That's another, that's another whole stamp for the whole thing of like how violent is. Well, in yeah, that's what he said. More violent than expected. So yeah, it's um, it's it's a violent movie, and it's like I said, like you get to see like Black Bolt Dinny's brains blown off. Mr. Fantastic turns turns into like spaghetti. Even, Carter, that, even like, though it's Doctor Strange gets impaled on the uh, the spike top, that is uh oh yes, his, his manner. Yeah, and then like Catherine Carter gets cut in half by her own fucking shield. And yeah. then like I said, like yeah, um, that that the the, the dark hole Doctor Strange, he get he gets impaled by like by by some by some fencing, and then um, and then it's like yeah, you got the image of like Wando food with like all bloodied up all over the place, running around trying to like kill all these people, and then oh, it's like they they like like and then like I said, like Zombie Strange, he has like this like he's got this uncanny like. I'm a zombie, but not quite a zombie thing going. Where he still has like human-like qualities, but he's a zombie. Yeah, it's kind of it's like really, really unsettling. So, um, I'm sorry, I'm being distracted here by something else. I'm getting I'm getting a message here for something else, but I'll I'll reply to it later. But, uh, yeah, it's a violent ass movie it's a violent and I, I like i said it's like you can clearly tell that sam raimi was like having his fun with it like when he was doing this because it's like he was really channeling like his evil did two stuff like that and like i'm like I'm, I'm just utterly surprised that they that they got away with this and being a pg-13 movie here in the united states yeah also at the same it. time i actually got to bring this up because now we're in the spoiler section so since for all intents and purposes wanda is practically dead now it seems like Unless they do something later on that she comes back, but, you know. I was actually curious because I was thinking that, you know, if she'd stuck around that she might have caused more other problems, as in, in terms of, um... And this is just me thinking, because I'm learning, knowing her powers well enough from comics relatively, she could alter reality and all that kind of shit on a whim if she gets, like, really mentally stressed and all that kind of deal, basically, pretty much. She, she did. She did exactly that to you, and she did exactly that in Avengers: Disassembled and House of M. Why not? Yeah, she's done it more than once. Yeah, but that was one of the examples I was going to cite was uh, House of M because basically, yeah, we're basically in her mind. You know, mutants were an issue, so she decided, you know, no more mutants. Yeah, but even before that, she did it because this is like she wanted a utopia. She wanted a, a perfect utopia for 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 mutants, and it's like, yeah, look at how look at that, look at that, how that ended up. Yeah, because now when I was getting to it, when I was thinking of all that, I was like, so now they've kind of taken her out of the picture. If they want to do any reality shenanigans, mm -hmm. basically mostly, because the only person you have left is like only a handful of people who didn't really get a chance to probably do that, and that would either be strange. Or America Chavez at this rate, it seems like. You also forget one more thing that they did, that they didn't talk about. Unfortunately, they, like I was expecting them to, to address this because like like Loki had a lot of had a lot of this going, but also you gotta think of, you also gotta think of that King the Conqueror is also running around as well. Okay, well because I didn't see the Loki series, but because I didn't realize because well, I heard that Lo he was in that, yeah. So yeah, because yeah. he's yeah, a time traveler and all that, yeah. So. So basically, basically, um, I just give you like like the the TRDL. The those whole issues, like you know, 
like they're doing, they have they have things called variants. It's like this is like you know a variant of your character in another universe. And eventually he like he meets eventually Goki meets his his own variant from another from another time where they where they took him where they took him away and she wants revenge on the people that that took her away from that time. And eventually he figures that she figures out like oh it's Kang the Conqueror but Kang Howard's like look I have a I have a perfectly logical explanation but if you kill me you want that revenge you're only gonna make you're gonna make things a lot worse and what does she up and do kills him and she unleashes the evil the, the evil um the evil Kang the Conqueror oh boy so that's gonna be so like that's the thing that's like that so that's another like weird multiverse thing they're gonna have to uh, they're gonna have to like uh, they're gonna have to tackle soon so we're gonna see that in like um in we're gonna see that in uh in the um in in um ant-man next year that did bring me back to the points mentally that like yeah now i wonder what the state of um so is marvel gonna try again properly with uh the inhumans after this possibly someday Maybe. Because I mean, it was actually well received. Why? Why not? I mean, I mean, it's the only thing that only thing that, I think that that's I think that the only thing now that they think that um, I think they can get away with it with, especially since like the Fantastic. Now, now we have we now have the Fantastic Four in play. Like it's official. Like yeah, now that we have Reed yeah, Richards, Reed Richards. Yeah, we now it's now confirmed that like yeah they're they're going to go forward. And the reason why I was the reason why I was like. I wanted to talk about I, why I wanted to talk about some spoilers is that the big rumor going around is that John Watts is out, John Krasinski is in as a director. Hmm. So that's the, that's a big rumor going around. It's like he, like the, the, that's the re, that's the real reason that like I'm pretty sure that's how they got him to do the movie to 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 do uh, Reed Richards if he plays if the, if he does the movie as well. So it's like if he does it, I'm down. Yeah, and then lastly but not leastly. Patrick Stewart jumping over from the from or basically the same as he was from the Fox Universe X Men movies mostly or visually makes me think that they they're probably dabbling in stuff with all the mutant stuff as well behind the scenes probably. The rumor is that that um, X Men ninety seven could be connected to the MCU. So wait, the first wait which so wait the first how many of them would they count then probably? No, X Men ninety seven as a, as the upcoming cartoon. That's a continuation of the t- of the TV of the cartoon. Oh, okay, 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 okay. That's been rumored because, like, when they when Xavier comes in, he's actually they, they play the fanfare from the from the TV show, and it's now like, oh shit! Like now they're saying it's like, oh fuck! What if the what if the TV show? What if X Men ninety seven is actually be connected to? Um, what if it's gonna be connected to the actual MCU? Because the thing I was thinking, if we're thinking. Sure, thinking back to the original, yeah, the uh, in terms of the animated series stuff, because some of those actors are around, some of them have passed on since, obviously, in regards to that. But you know, yeah. But I was thinking if, because you know, Patrick Stewart playing Xavier from the old Fox movies is just him, and I'm not sure who else they would even look at it, bringing it back. Because I'm pretty sure you know Hugh Jackman's been done with Maureen now for a bit. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's way too old at this point. I don't think he, I don't think he wants to So I mean I mean maybe the only one they could get away with was just having Charles Charles Xavier again by Patrick Stewart, maybe. Even then even if you can bring in what's his face? Um uh what's his face? Mark uh, uh McElroy. He is McElroy. If you can bring him back, I'd be I'd be fine with that too. Mm-hmm. It's a funny thing too, I remember on another thing that I talked about ages ago on like a random um stream that I sometimes tune in to watch on a Twitch channel. 
was what's his name? Um, I would have thought that a good pairing back in the day, and this is just me being me, partly, and someone kind of agreed with it. Hector Stewart was fine as Xavier, but you know what? Ian McKellar wasn't who I envisioned as uh, Magneto back in the day, and actually later on when they had um, Fastbender as Magneto was more the dude I kind of envisioned as being Magneto. Kind of. Sort of. Yeah. So, if you match those two up together, that would have been kind of an interesting pairing of, like, an older Xavier, slightly, somewhat, and then a still somewhat young, strong Magneto, but I don't know if that would have actually worked in, in thinking about it another way now. No, it might work, but before... Like, before it might have not worked, but nowadays it might, because now that, now that Fast One is a little bit older, he might be able to do it. Yeah. But anyway, I, I just hope if they, when they get to X-Men and all this stuff, that they just can find good people to... Oh, God. Whoever is going to take up the legacy of, like, who would be the new Wolverine, who would be the new Cyclops and all this stuff, oh, boy, that's a whole minefield. Yeah, I, that's that, that's going to be a whole different discussion, and we don't know how that's going to be. But like I said, I think them play, if they if they are going to do what they like, say they're going to do, and they're actually going to do it from, like, the... They're going to continue on from the cartoon and stuff like that? I wouldn't mind. But um, yeah, I mean that's, that's that's pretty much all my thoughts, really. That's like like I said, it's like like I I really do enjoy it, like what they've been trying. To, I, I I enjoy the movie. There's some things that there's some things that um that that need to be fixed, like but for the most part, I really did enjoy it. Yeah, for the most part, when I'm thinking about it, like I enjoyed it for for the most part overall. I'm trying to think about stuff that I didn't like about the movie. I mean, there's not really overly much that I can think about. The only thing that I just the sad bits I mentioned earlier was just the kind of like story wise. It's like apart from Wanda's ending, pretty much it seems like, and her whole deal is uh, also strange. And um, his love interest Christine having their whole back and forth thing, like you know, he's kind of uh, settled with things, but you know, technically, really, actually, no, he's not because it's unresolved in his mind. Actually, after all, but he's just like he's just putting on a face. Yeah, and then so, there was also the because the because the Christine in the what was it? What was the reality number? It was eight four something or another. No wait, eight three eight, eight three eight. Yeah, eight, yeah, eight three eight. Yeah, eight three eight. Yeah, yeah. And the other one was like a little bit more forward to about things because then she ended up going apparently with Brie for a bit, and then you know there used to be a thing, and then that one that reality's uh, strange died. And all that, and then mm-hmm. Al Mordo took over and all that stuff, got her, got the Sanctum and all that eventually, so, you know. Yeah. It was just kind of one of the interesting things to see, that, like, maybe this other one would have been cool with him, but then you would have the whole problem if, like, if, like she decided to leave, like, Ed Freeo behind and then went to 616. I don't know. Yeah. But also the same thing to us, like, like I said, like, both, um, Wanda and Strange were on that same path where he got he kept on pushing where he kept on pushing away. He wanted he kept on pushing away um he he, uh, he kept on pushing away Christine so much that he didn't realize that he was causing damage and that's why it's like at the end he's like he kinda of, kinda of accepts like shit, I can't have her. Fuck it. Like, you know, you deserve better than, than me. Yeah. And All right. 
Um, so yeah, like that's pretty much all my thoughts. Is there anything? Any other thoughts that you have? No, 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 I think I've exhausted most of my thoughts in relation to it. Like I've touched on anything, everything that I can mostly think about now. All righty, I think that's a good place to stop. So I said, like, I I think we were discussing this um, earlier, and I wanted to get to, like one last confirmation before I do this. Um, next episode, we're gonna do an episode like we're gonna look back at a couple of things in in in, in relation to a year. And I wanted to confirm, like, when you when when you want this to, when you want this to be like 1980 or 1975, when do you want this to start? Maybe we could just do like a decade or something, or what? No, just want to take it. It didn't be too much. Well, because like, we, because like, when we got the discussing about it, it's like, for example, like a bunch of cool movies happened in like the seventies, somewhat, and then you know. Yeah, but it's also, but it's also too. It's just like there's a lot of things in the eighties, there's a lot of things in the nineties, a lot of things in the two thousands. So it's like, well, I'd rather just pick us a year and just focus on that year. So yeah, we we'll have to find a good. <laughs> we have to figure yeah, out. But, we have to figure out a good one. But here's the thing, like, but, but I want, I want to know from you, how far back do you want to go? Uh, I think I've kind of said before. I think at the most, the seventies I'm comfortable with because beyond that, it's like going back further. It's like, all right, let's 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 put this let's put this number here. Nineteen seventy-two to two thousand and two. No, not nineteen or two. God, don't remember the year of nineteen oh two. Oh man, we were all we were all watching the talkies at that point. That was a good year for the talkies. Anyways, okay, so nineteen seventy two to two thousand two. That's our that is our like that was where we're gonna that's that's where we're gonna like work with. How's that sound? Yeah, we'll figure out all the we'll out on all the details anyway. But yeah, like okay, like so, but, so, scope. Hmm? So okay, I'm gonna I, reason why I ask is like I'm, we're gonna pick a number between these years, and we're, that's a year we're gonna work with. So I'm gonna so I I'm at a I'm at a random number generator site. I'm gonna do it once, twice, and one more time. 1992. So our next episode we are covering. So next so next episode we are covering the year that was 1992. I will screenshot it just so you can prove that I'm not bullshitting you that that that, that it really said 1992. Okay. Like I said, I did it three times, so like that, like that, like I randomized it three times just so like it wouldn't, it wouldn't get it. The, the first time it got it got two thousand seven. Second time it got they got nineteen seventy five, and it ended up on nineteen ninety two. Hmm. That's what we're dealing with. So that's what we're dealing with. I'll, I'll be providing the list of like things that 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 we think the cool geek things that happened in nineteen ninety two, and we're gonna discuss it in our next episode. Okay. You cool with that? Yeah, we'll see how that rolls. Yeah, all right, sounds good. All righty then. So, if you have so you have anything you want to promote, anything you want to discuss before we before we head off? Uh, nope, not particularly. I can't think of anything that's really relevant to really bring up or stuff to really tag on that because, well, there's this and that's the one of the main things right now at the moment. Anyway, so yeah. All right, all right. So with that said, for me, um, I have the cause of Cosmo Cast. I already said. I already give my spiel. That episode thirteen should be up as I. As this goes up as well, so give that a listen. It's Cosmo so Cat. That... It's got too much meat on the bone as Vanzi was trying to get out of his head. You were saying that earlier. Remember the whole meat on the bone thing? Is this the thing you're trying to get out of your head? 
No, the worst part is that I, I, I'm like chastising myself whenever I say that. I say that like five times out of the episode. That's the worst part. I'm like, I, I, I'm sobbing myself every time. <laughs> so stop that. <laughs> anyways, anyways. With that said, everybody, thank you all for listening to the podcast. Especially if you listen to this, if you if you listen to this this far of um just like listening to us ramble on about spoilers of a movie that you may or may not be interested in. So if you um if you have any questions, any thoughts, just leave a leave us leave us a comment on our on you can join our Discord, you can you can leave us a comment on our, our on our um Twitter or find us individually on Twitter as well. We'll we'll we'll, we'll gladly discuss things and in detail detail about it. So with that said, everybody, thank you so much for listening to the show. I am Ramses, and that's Rob. I'm, I'm here to tell you guys. See y'all later. Bye. Bye.